The 12th Level Intellects podcast is hosted by the Watchtower Database. Visit watchtowerdatabase.com for more podcast episodes, videos, comics, artwork, and pretty much anything DC Animated Universe you can think of. Only a 12th level intellect has the slightest hope of surviving what you are about to experience. Yeah, yeah, I'm on okay. the one, too. <laughs> I didn't pop at all my Justice League Dark recordings, and I'm doing it the exact same way today. Okay, right. you better. Right. Okay. You got one I'm final I'm recording. You Three, guys two, record one, us. clap. Perfect. <laughs> As you usual. <laughs> Maddie, bring us into the podcast, would you? God, who do you guys want me to tell you a story about? Uh, tell, your tell best friend, Dallas. <laughs> or uh, one of our Patreons. Yeah. Sing all oh the God. Patreon names. Dark Poet sixty nine. <laughs> oh, hold on, hold on. Do we have all the Patreon names somewhere? I'll sing them. Yeah, do that at the end. That uh, okay. that that's that's a good you can Just check the latest vanishing point or something. Uh, hey everybody. You said that one guy left this morning. Oh, you're right. Let me tell you a story about the guy that left. Oh, you should do a song <laughs> about all the people cast in the Batman. I think it was <laughs> yeah. Jeff and he's moving. <laughs> It was Chris. His name was Chris. To the His name was Chris. <laughs> Alright, shut up. His name was Chris. <laughs> and he'll keep trucking on. I think his name was Jeff, on. but his name was Chris. <laughs> you said what? I think his name was Jeff, but his name was Chris. <laughs> That's hey, everybody. Okay. Welcome to the 12th Level Linux Podcast. I'm James. I'm hey, glad you people. do it this time. Yeah, I know. Thank you. <laughs> you did it. Uh, that's Ted and Maddie. You know who hey, they I, are. Yeah, I figured it's the it's the last one for they now, know. so we got to follow protocol. Yes. For now. And for now, we're about to just tear, tear every tear all the walls down, throw out all the windows. I <laughs> go, don't even have our going, notes. Going to the great uh, beyond. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. For those. Uh, keep trucking on. Not in the That note. was like the seventh verse of that song. Yeah, Ted, Ted you, you came got here in late. like after yeah. the first four. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. He did you and me and Archer and Penny and uh, someone else. I don't My know. worst enemy, Teddy Oh, yeah. Ted, Ted mm, I heard yeah. about Teddy Diddy. I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this is, uh, is going to be the last of these for a good chunk of time. Um, we're going to, we're revamping how we do this. Uh, it'll be better. It'll be cooler. It'll be more organized and you'll like it. And that's all I have to say. We'll talk yeah. more, a little more about, uh, some of the stuff that's going to be happening, not, hopefully, but not gone forever. Just, yeah. We'll be back revamped. And in case yeah. anyone is, is we're curious, gone, but not forgot Ted. Yes. <laughs> in case anyone's curious why, um, it really doesn't have anything to do with. I like, we, we really enjoy t- uh, talking over each other for two hours while you listen to it, uh, but YouTube doesn't like it too much, uh, <laughs> especially when. Uh, what did YouTube say? Well, yeah, they contacted us directly, and they were like, Susan Wojcicki contacted me and said <laughs> Mike Wazowski. <laughs> yeah, is that the YouTube owner, Mike Wazowski? Yes, Susan Wojcicki. Billy Crystal? 
But yeah, yeah. <laughs> Billy Crystal owns YouTube, and he was like, "You got to stop doing two-hour videos that only like 300 people watch. It's ruining your algorithmic chances of survival on on the internet." So hey, I feel I feel like uh, I feel like Ted may be able to to answer this question more than you. But, I can. Uh, have, yes. Well, no. Have Have either of you ever hung out with those people who like mess around with crystals and stuff? <laughs> Not not like the crystal burgers. But you mean like, like, you know, like in the, Napoleon Dynamite, where you got to put it in the crystals? That's what you're talking the, about. Like the the energy. <laughs> I mean, Ted is showing stuff. us crystals <laughs> right now. Oh, okay. So Ted has <laughs> with this stuff. he has them. <laughs> <laughs> so no, I think I've, yeah, I've never hung out say. with anyone with the crystals and stuff. Well, I don't. Then. I've never heard of them. Okay, so you're you're actually you're actually on that whole thing. Then I I can't. T- I'm I'm not gonna tell my story now because I'm always rude. No, Check out wavelengths. my fluoride over here. Isn't that cool? What's some. Is that keeping you healthy? Here's a moonstone. Hey, so what here do, here's an what emerald I got right after Emerald City Comic Con. Yeah. What do these do? What is the point of them? Well, when I hold hold up, you can hear all the crystals falling around my desk. When I hold my quartz. Like this, pointed in different directions in the uh-huh. palm of my hand, the I feel the energy course through my body and it recharges my uh it resyncs my chakras and my Alright, so Maddie, I'm can you saying, start us on the news? Saying words. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So, no, so so I was hanging out chakras? with this girl who was like into crystals at one point and like Chris, she wanted us to go meth. out to the she wanted us to go out oh, to the hey. beach so she could recharge them during like the eclipse or something. Yeah, and I I didn't understand it. She wasn't actually like my friend. She was a friend of a friend, and I got invited through that somehow. And the the beach had a lemonade stand, but it was like eight o'clock at night, so the lemonade stand was closed. But the lemons were for some reason still accessible. Mm. So I grabbed a couple lemons and just put them down there with her crystals to recharge <laughs> nice. those as well. <laughs> the lemons were all flavor. nice and charged up, yeah. I do clean my crystals. You gotta give them a little bath every now and then, wash out Your the bad energy. Jewels. And then you uh, you hold the crystal over some burning white sage and just bathe it mm-hmm. in the sage smoke. I do. Mm. I'll tell you about one crystal. I'll have to. I'll important. have to. I'll have to tell Sissy about this stuff. This yeah. is how She's, Ted maintains yeah. crystal I have level this, intelligence. I have this crystal have ball to... here on my desk. This is made of jet. It is pure black jet. The band. Damn. Yes, Jet the band. <laughs> this this, this is all the members jet. of Jet melted Has, down. Look what you've done! It's <laughs> made a fool of everyone. It's from a jet airplane. That's not true. Wow. But it's supposed to disguise me so people who might want to target me mm-hmm. with negative energy send it my way they can't find me because this, this ball of jet makes me anonymous it's a good thing this we've is, waited this is why dallas episode. stopped emailing you <laughs> Wait, it's what? a good thing we've waited to the last episode of the podcast to uh yeah now uh, everyone's uh, like oh yeah good thing ted's never gonna this crazy crystal anyway guy. <laughs> It's been a long time since uh, since the last time we've done yeah. this, and in that time, there's been a lot of news. I feel I feel like we gotta we gotta start out the gate with the biggest stuff. Um, the Batman is a movie that's happening. We've already Batman. talked about based on we've already the talked about Robert 2004 Pattinson. TV animated series The Batman, starring it's not that one. guy who no, played it Batman. is that one. Oh man, it's the live action version of that one. Oh yeah, but, yeah. So, Matt yeah, Reeves, already... Matthew Reeves. 
Mm-hmm. We've already talked about uh, Robert Pattinson's in the movie. Yes. But since the last time we spoke, uh, uh, Jonah Hill is out. But we have Paul mm-hmm. Dano as Riddler, Zoe Kravitz as Selena Kyle, yes. Jeffrey Wright as Commissioner Gordon, and then Colin Farrell is in talks for The Penguin, Andy Serkis is in talks for Alfred, and Matthew McConaughey may be in talks for Harvey Dent. All right, that all one, right, all right. That one seems to be a little bit uh, a little bit more contested. Do you think since, he's only going to uh, say all right two times in this movie? Oh, yeah, all right. <laughs> he says it, all right, all right, like that. <laughs> Either maybe way. it's all wrong. <laughs> Whoa! Way. Matthew McConaughey uh, is suggested to be more of a rumor than anything because apparently it originally came from We Got This Covered. Um, The Daily Mail was... The Daily Mail was reporting it as well, and like that's an outlet that's like 120 years old. But apparently, they're still kind of <laughs> shady as well. Yeah. From what I uh, what I've found out through a different podcast that I was listening to today, that was unrelated to Batman news. So maybe maybe it's not too. Uh, yeah, I don't think we talked about concrete. Zoe Kravitz but, even. That was that was a little. Yeah, I'm, before, I I just mentioned these. her. Yeah, but. no, no, no. I mean, like, I don't think we talked about it last episode. We didn't. We, That's uh, why I put it on. Okay, well, she's Did you know uh, Zoe Kravitz is Jason is, Momoa. That's what I was. Steps. Yes, I do. <laughs> Were you about to say that? Yeah, I think well, it's a step daughter. I said it first, dude. I can't wait for the Aquaman stepdaughter you're right. crossover yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah, that'll be fun. Which should have to be like a multiverse movie. <laughs> I mean, hopefully, hopefully it's set in the multiverse where Shazam is rated R. Right, that's that all we can hope. Wonder for. Woman eighty four might retcon uh, Wonder Woman's stuff from Batman v Superman. That's just what uh, I heard. That would be fine. <laughs> it could I mean, be. We'll see. Her her really great role as basically Catwoman, and then uh oh, uh oh, what's going on with your microphone, dude? Yeah, hang on. James, did you not troubleshoot your microphone before we started? Shut up. James, it was the first thing on the list. Shut up! James! Well, while he's gone... Let me tell you a story about my friend named James. His name is James. I punched him in the neck and he's in a lot of pain and now he's moving. To the great beyond. God damn. Okay, okay, okay. 50 years in the future. I was now, I was trying to is. hit the do not disturb button and I turned off Bluetooth yeah, and I ruined everything. You're disturbing so, everyone listening anyway, to the podcast. Yeah, you, they got to hear you like three different times. So anyway, uh, do y'all like this cast for for the Batman? I think you so. Happy yeah. with it? I think so too. I I don't really have a problem with it. Oh, hold on. Okay. Dude, Here we go. Troubleshoot your ukulele. I didn't. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I'm actually I'm really interested in this cast. I feel like we haven't gotten uh, like an A-list cast like this since like the '90s. Batman. Sure. Yeah. Um, like I mean, Christian Bale is a big name now, but was he as big of a name before he was Batman? I don't kind think of, so. but I mean, all of the people in the Dark Knight stuff, Liam Neeson. Uh, 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 Heath Ledger, etc. Like they were known prior to those movies, but yeah, I get what you mean. Like they're not like a uh, Jim Carrey, Tommy Lee Jones, Jack Nicholson kind of people. Exactly. Uh, I don't know if I would count like Jeffrey Wright or Paul Dano as that level, but definitely like Andy Serkis, Matthew McConaughey, Colin Farrell. Like everybody knows who those people are. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I don't know if Andy Circus like I feel like Andy Circus is maybe the one to by the time that people are listening to this is like unconfirmed or something. But then maybe you'll take this soundbite and he's definitely been confirmed. <laughs> and I'm just talking on my ass, but I I don't know. I, I, like that's the only I one saw, that's kind of weird to me. But I saw a tweet today uh, where someone said like was was writing a bit for the uh, for the Batman script, and it said uh, Bruce pulls out a ring. And says, Alfred, I'm going to propose to Selena. Alfred grabs the ring and says, My precious! Yeah. <laughs> and he dives into lava after it. Well, we, right, you, I'm going to set that down because I'm still. Yeah, like, you're going to keep diddling around with it. Uh, yeah. Patty Jenkins confirms Pedro Pascal to play super villain Maxwell Lord. This was, we knew that he was probably going to be Maxwell Lord, but I guess it wasn't confirmed until like a few days ago. Uh, yeah. So also, there's there's been there's been a little bit of controversy about that because apparently, um, when J M D Mateus uh, created Maxwell Lord for the comics, he wasn't intended to be a villain at all. Right. And so so there's like there's like a little bit of discontent there, but at the same time, like J M has been like, look, this is the way of comics. You're adding your characters to someone else's sandbox, and someone else will will grab those characters yeah. and do something else with them later on. Uh, and I so. like Max Lord as a villain. He was like, I mean, Wonder Woman ends up killing Max in the comics, like breaks yeah. his neck, yep. and that she um, like went through a whole trial for like a year of comics after that, and it was a pretty cool story. Maxwell line. Lord in DCAU was an ultimatum, right? He's the yeah, like, the manager he, type yeah, guy, yeah. Okay. and that's kind of was his role in Justice League International when J.M. DeMatteis created him. Yeah. So. He's uh yeah when Bob Kane and Bill Finger made Batman in 1939 they didn't intend for him to not use guns and kill people <laughs> what the hell have they done to Batman <laughs> what have they done to Batman <laughs> uh, I, Wonder Woman I'm excited for Maxwell Lord yeah I, I'm excited cool. for the movie in general it was supposed yeah. to, oh, I'm you, sure you know was... you know why he played a similar role in JLU why because the the teleplay. For that episode was by JMD. Mateus. Oh my god! Mm, would you look at that? With story by Dwayne McDuffie. Oh my oh. god! Well, hey there. Wonder Woman eighty four was supposed to come out this year sometime originally. I'm pretty sure, and then it got shifted to 2020 because of some kind of uh, like uh, synergy with like with this Shazam. Yeah. Jeff, Jeff Johns is writing the script for Wonder Woman 84, so maybe Doomsday Clock made it delayed. <laughs> <laughs> Just like everything else. Oh, that would make sense. I mean, I'm kind of joking, but it could be the other <laughs> way around. But honestly, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh next thing. Titans and Lucifer reported to be joining Crisis on Infinite Earths. I heard Lucifer yeah. was not like that was an unfounded rumor. The guy who plays mm. Lucifer, he might just be playing it cool though. That's a DC, is that a DC property, like a comic? DC yeah, comic? Uh, yeah, yeah, spinoff from okay. Neil Gaiman's Sandman. Okay. Yeah. So essentially, um, that came from there was a Twitter account uh, by an autograph hound in Canada who's been like kind of stalking the set, and uh, someone on set was rude to him, so he was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna leak this." <laughs> Um, (laughs) well i mean it would be kind of cool i feel like all like we've gotten such 
detailed reports of so many different people that are going to be a part of this that like at this point it's kind of like anyone else that they add i'm sure uh, half the people that have already been added will probably be like mm -hmm. hello for two seconds and they're out like just to just to have them on there or like the titans could be like a digital cameo like from something yeah. they got like somewhere else yeah I, so yeah. so the titan the titans cameo um from what I understand, that was also leaked through a YouTuber who has leaked stuff before that's been right. uh, shown to be true. But yeah. apparently he got like a shot of one of the scripts and it was just like, oh, God, it's been like a month since yeah. I watched this video. <laughs> it, was like, it was like they're in the Titans Tower and they turn to look out the window as something passes by or something mm. along those lines. So it I might just be like a... I saw um, an interview like with the guy who plays thing. Lucifer who was asked about being in crisis and the actor, I forget his name, but he, uh, he basically said like, Oh, you go up to Vancouver for, for a friend's birthday for a weekend. And all of a sudden <laughs> people think you're in the crisis show. <laughs> so that was near the filming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, so that's like what he said, but you know, he but could maybe be lying. He's saying he's that, yeah, he said that a, yeah, to just <laughs> to change your opinions. The, this it kind of reminds me of when uh, Michael Shannon uh, was oh, yeah. talking about like being Doomsday, and he's like, I was couldn't get into the bathroom. I had flippers on my hands and all this uh -huh. stuff, but like he wasn't like that was not true. <laughs> like, right, Doomsday was in the movie, but <laughs> he was not playing him whatsoever. But I don't know. Mm -hmm. uh, what's this Harley Quinn and the Gotham Girls? I don't know. What oh, this is the, uh, yeah, the so, comic so releases. Yeah, so in January, um, was it January or February? I'm pretty sure it was January. Uh, we are getting um, a trade collection of the Gotham Girls uh, tie-in comic. It's a five-issue yeah. series by Paul Story. That's really good. It gives... Shane Glines did the art, is that right? Yeah. Uh, Shane Glines did the cover, the cover. but not, oh, not yes. all the art. Yeah. Um, but it, it gives a lot of backstory to... Um, Renee Montoya, Poison Ivy, and all of them. And it's a really fun story. Um, people have been pushing for it to get a trade release for years now. And yeah, it's really it's, cool to see that happening because I wouldn't have thought that would ever come out. Yeah, like. yeah. It, getting this, it seems like they're committed to actually putting out all of the DCAU yeah. stuff in trades. Although, like, it makes, like, I wonder if we'll ever see that, uh, that allergy medication <laughs> in a trade or not. Like, they could, that's my favorite. They could definitely end up doing an odds and ends at one point, but who knows. Um, yeah. we're also getting, same month, we're getting a reprint of Batman Adventures number 12 as part of DC's current, um, dollar comics line. Uh, that's the issue that introduced Harley Quinn to comic books altogether. So getting uh, getting any like single issue <clears throat> version of it has been terribly hard. Depending yeah. on um, like like even if it was a more recent reprint with a variant skin, uh, I, I feel like this one will not be as hard because yeah. it will be you know widely distributed. Um, and yeah, it has like the new it, it DC will... logo on it. It has a bunch mm -hmm. of they're like promotional looking things on the cover. I'm definitely okay with having that version, uh, mostly just because it's like yeah, impossible to get a physical copy of the original or a reprint yeah, it's of like the original. Four, it's like four hundred dollars, yeah. and then like most of the reprints are like con exclusive variants that yeah. still run like hundred fifty bucks. 
Like, I, I'm definitely fine with, for the time being, <laughs> yeah. this filling the hole in my long box. Right, exactly. That's and uh, and that's, <laughs> that's the Batgirl Halloween party one? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Where, which we've debated whether that's, like, the actual Batgirl costume <laughs> or not. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that it's it's something that happened. As far as the context goes, it seems like it's something that would have had to have happened before Shadow yeah, of the Bat. She th- just throws so it, it away. Seems, yeah, it seems like it's kind of just like a, a, a Batman costume manufactured for girls <laughs> is my reading of it. They put a hole in the back of the head so you can put your hair out, just like the real Batman. Uh, teen... And now it's dead, but it keeps moving. <laughs> teen Titans Complete Series, coming to Blu-ray from Warner Archive. That's exciting. Uh, it's not very new. There's not new artwork for it. It's kind of like when they release Zeta and Static, where they're just like, fuck it. Just here it is. You want it? Here, and You can finally have it. Here it is. But it's cool to have it because the DC Universe... Uh, uploads of the episodes are all in hd um and which is always like it's better than you could get on the dvds and stuff so it's nice that they're finally like oh you can actually own those if you'd like (laughs) instead of not um so here's here's my thing with it though is uh like people keep being like oh like is this what we need to do to get right season six like do we need to buy teen titans go versus teen titans oh shoot now that teen titans is coming to blu-ray do we need to get that to get season six? And like, the, the way that yes I'm, and no. <laughs> the way that the way that I'm seeing this is, we just got the Batman the animated series and Batman Beyond Blu-ray box sets. Like yeah. they did like full on limited edition. Like here's this all the bells and whistles through just Warner Brothers home video like proper. Whereas this Teen Titans complete series Blu-ray. Is just coming in a plastic clampshell mm-hmm. with 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 made on demand discs. Yeah, it is kind of through Warner Archive, and like it's, it, it just kind of goes to show that like this isn't a priority that Warner has right. at all. Mm-hmm. They 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 don't care, <laughs> or they would have, you know, done the same thing they just did with the other two shows. Yeah, I mean, but even with those, like putting BTAS out on Blu-ray, and then you know having a thousand people buy it is not going to necessarily tell Warner Brothers, like, you should make more Batman the Animated Series. It just means that people liked that thing that already exists. So buying Teen Titans on Blu-ray is also not going to necessarily... I'm not trying to be negative, but (laughs) it's not like a... There's no telltale... I think people would think that it would is because that's what Bruce Tim and company always tells people. Like, if you want guess, more of this yeah. thing, you but should buy the I think things. they always say that so that you'll buy the things. Well, yeah. <laughs> because but, they want money. <laughs> but it's also yeah, like I mean, there's, money there's is what now. speaks to the executives. <laughs> so if guess, it doesn't yeah. sell, yeah, I mean, you're it, not going to uh, make it's more. It's not necessarily uh, right. going to do it, but it's not going to hurt, I guess. Yeah. So. It's not correlated. I mean, yeah. so so the way, exactly. the, way I'm, the way I'm seeing it is like, Warner Archives is like how they finally released Zeta and Static on DVD. You yeah. know, yeah, yeah. it's it's like it it's like where it's kind of like where things go to die. <laughs> Warner, it feels like to me. So it's just like I, I don't know, man. This isn't a good sign for season six. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, I, Teen Titans feels like a show that, like, in I guess you know, it had like a sort of cliffhanger ending like or an unexplained ending but not in a big like 
stay tuned for next week when we reveal how this thing, and then they never did it. It was just like a, what? I don't like that ending. You should make more so that I like the ending better. And then, but no matter what, like they'd have to get the exact people back for you, for everybody to, no one is going to like, ah, (laughs) it just bothers me that like stuff like Fatal Five movie is essentially a continuation of Justice League Unlimited, but there's so many people that won't accept it as uh, a continuation or like don't like it because it just because it's so far removed from the original thing. It could be exactly as good. It could have Dwayne McDuffie and Paul Dini and everybody attached to it, and it would just have people would be like, duh, it's bad. <laughs> so it doesn't <laughs> matter. People are stupid. It, it, <laughs> it's, it's just it's online like troll what, culture. And it's, I guess. It's, it's like, like what Phil Lamar... It's what Phil Lamar told us, man, is yeah. everybody just wants the, the thing S? we already know. You can't change the S. How dare you? Yeah. Uh, okay, well, let's move on. HBO Max. What, Ooh, tell that's me about a thing. It. That's a thing happening. It is New a subscription thing. service. It's HBO, and it, it's what basically it, like Warner Brothers' answer to D- Disney+. Plus. Except it's a very bad answer. It's yeah. a more expensive answer. It's three times more expensive than yeah. Disney+. Plus. $14.99. Well, yeah, so... So HBO Max is fourteen ninety nine a month, and like they're not killing the other HBO platforms. <laughs> right, they still yeah, have right. two other they still HBO, have HBO Go and they yeah, still HBO have Now HBO and now. HBO Go, which I don't even <laughs> understand the difference of that right now. And then on top of that, like WB still has other streaming platforms as well, like DC Universe. Mm-hmm. Um, so it wasn't so it's just wasn't like, Tim Talk just talking about the differences between the HBO? Stuff. Yeah, if you, if you guys want to break down on that, um, yeah. go check out the Tim Talk podcast. They I were don't just talking it, about yeah. it. Uh, <laughs> what was it? I think I think this week's this week's. Well, I don't know when this is coming out. Yeah, the shock the, to the system. Their first, yeah. their first. No, no, no. Static shock. Yes. Episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they 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 kind of break down what the difference is between them all. Okay. So if you want uh, to know about that, you can head on over to our good friends at Tim Talk Pod cross the promotion. Podcast the the podcast that's usually about the DCAU, co-created <laughs> yeah. by Bruce Tim. I'm Cameron Lord, and I'm Chris Dexter. I'm Chris Dexter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Ted Washburn. I'm Static Shock. <laughs> the person Static yeah, so, Shock. Yes. So, <laughs> but the name. reason the reason that HBO Max is relative to what we talk about on this podcast is because it's been announced that all live action DC films from the last decade will be available within the first year, not at launch, but within the first year, oh. including every Batman and Superman movie from the last forty years. And the 2019 cult classic, <laughs> Joker. Um, Doom, That's a masterpiece. Movie of all time. <laughs> Doom Patrol Season 2 uh, is going to be over there as well. Uh, it will still be on DC Universe, uh, but it will now also be on HBO Max. Um, they both? are getting... They are getting a right. It, it feels like what? Why am I paying for DC Universe right now? Like the only thing yeah. it seems that it's going to have that HBO Max won't have is the comics. Is that is the uh, Harley Quinn animated series only DC Universe? Yeah, probably. I, I think so. And Star Girl and Young um, Justice season yeah, four. But yeah, yeah. The, they've got to they've got to merge them together. <laughs> it, it, it's like, there's yeah, no it's way very to, un, unorganized. Uh, and um, it's what it is really AT and purchase. Once AT and T came in and swooped up DC and Warner Brothers, it's all just been chaotic. Um, that's at least what the rumors are saying. There's I a lot of uncertainty. It. 
I wouldn't doubt it, which is kind of upsetting because, you know, they've got a lot of good properties. But this is what happens in a corporatocracy. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, we are also getting new shows like uh, a DC, DC Superhero High, which is a teen comedy series produced by Elizabeth Banks. Yes. And Greg Berlanti is bringing Green Lantern and Strange Adventures series to the platform as well. Nice. Strange I'm Adventures is not Adam Strange or Dr. Hugo Strange. It could but be Adam Strange. It's just a bunch of weird stuff, I think. A bunch of like obscure. It probably characters. is Adam Strange. Yeah, I've gotta... Because well, that's possible. Well, I, I th- He's th- pretty I think, I think there was a. Uh, I think there was actually. Yeah, uh, there was a description about Adam Strange, for the show. There were two descriptions. Yeah, let's see if I can find it real quick. You guys keep talking. The upcoming Tom King series, Strange Adventures, is all about Adam Strange. Oh, wow. So, so the Green Lantern show. Strange Adventures is a DC superhero anthology series executive produced by Greg Berlanti Mm -hmm. and will feature characters from across the DC canon. This one-hour drama series will explore close-ended morality tales about the intersecting lives of mortals and superhumans. Strange Adventures is based on the characters <clears throat> from DC, and it's produced by Berlanti Productions in association with Warner Brothers Television, Berlanti, Sarah... So it's an anthology series. It sounds okay. like it might be uh, their like DC answer to Black Mirror. Yeah, it does. Yeah. The Green cool. Lantern thing intrigues me because Greg Berlanti has kind of been... He's left... Uh, Green Lantern like Easter eggs throughout the Arrowverse shows for years and years. Uh, there was a Hal Jordan cameo in a bar right. in like Arrow season two or three or something, uh, and there was uh, there's all these rumors all the time that John Diggle's going to be Green Lantern maybe in the Crisis uh, crossover. Um, like, oh, uh, Diggle's actually my, uh, like, dad's name, or, you know, or something like that. Well, I'm actually John from Stewart. from a parallel world or something. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but, so it's interesting that that's happening because it seems like maybe that's overwriting uh, the Green Lantern Corps movie uh, that was set to happen because DC doesn't know what they're doing. And there's all these different things, all these different movies that have been announced over the years, including Green Lantern Corps. Um, R rated Shazam. Yeah, Green Lantern made an appearance yeah. in Justice League. I wonder, but... though, I think that's why J.J. Um, Abrams and um, James Gunn just signed an exclusive contract with oh, WB. That's possible, and, yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure they're gearing up for Green Lantern Corps. So that they can be a movie and a TV series at the same time. I, I would think that'll so. That would be great. And they'll be, we'll be, Interesting. We'll get a... Again, Jeff Johns is writing the Green Lantern Corps movie. And yeah. he has publicly said it's based off his run of the comics. So we'll probably see, like, the Emerald Spectrum. Or not Emerald, but, you know, the color yeah, spectrum. The, yeah. So we'll get a green embargo at some point when they when they overlap. And we won't be able to use most Green Lantern characters on the TV show about yeah. Green Lanterns. Uh, well, <laughs> I don't think there will be any embargoes. They seem to be, like, done with embargoes now. They kind of realize, kind like, of, oh, yeah. char- like, the audience is smart enough to understand, like, <laughs> characters going from sure. across different platforms and shows. That's, that's why we've got the multiverse th- happening, the crisis on Infinite Earths. That's right. Maddie, what's Adventure Time Distant Lands? Yeah, so we're also uh, we're also getting more stuff on HBO Max that's not just uh, DC. Uh, I probably could have gotten a pretty big list. People were sharing it in our Discord the other day. But the one that really stuck out to me was Adventure Time Distant Lands. Is it a movie? Um, 
No, from uh, from what I read, I think it's like four long episodes of mm. Adventure Time, like new episodes. Uh, I, I might be a little bit off on the details. Uh, once again, I didn't prep very much other than making all of these notes, and uh-huh. I should have made better <laughs> notes. We've had um, all several weeks <laughs> to, right? to get ready. Right? Anyway, But yeah, I, I was a huge Adventure Time fan. Uh, I still haven't finished the series because I lost cable at a point in my life and just never caught up. It was around the time Arrow Season 2 happened, and that's why I'm not caught up on any of the CW stuff either. Uh, My wife was watching Adventure Time. She got all the way through it. Um, I caught a few episodes near the end, and it seems like it's like a legitimately well-written show, which I didn't expect. I've seen random episodes. Yeah, it's it's fucking... It's fantastic. Um, I, I, like, even as, as someone who, like, fell off i think around season four or five and still has a couple seasons to to pick back up on um i watched the ending of the last episode and it was so full of stuff that like i connected with that was like somewhere hidden in the very back of my head and hasn't been brought out for years and i started crying and i was just like i don't know why i'm crying yeah it was really characters are but i don't remember who they are yeah i didn't know who anyone was and i still felt kind of similar to that yeah can you play the theme song in the ukulele maddie (laughs) venture time Ah, come on grab your friends jake the dog and finn the human Maddie's going to the great beyond. Uh, yeah, that's the credits. That's close. That's really close. <laughs> yeah, we get it, Maddie. You're good at music, okay? Uh, the Ghibli, the Studio Ghibli films will be on HBO Max, all of them. And that tell is... us about the meme. <laughs> it's usually gin and like lime juice, isn't it? Giblet. Can you uh, shut uh, up, Ted? Can you so, leave? So I was, I was, <laughs> I was going through Reddit earlier uh, to go over the last month's worth of news and make sure we don't miss stuff for the uh-huh. podcast, and we probably still will. Yeah, but um, there's too much news out there. Yeah. So so there was there was one story 21 days ago. It said uh, Ghibli is so devoted to the theater experience that they have announced they will never. Uh, um, have their movies available for streaming. And then 20 days ago... uh, One day later. Yeah, one day later, (laughs) we get news that all 21 Ghibli movies are going to HBO Max for streaming. (laughs) That means it probably wasn't the studio's choice. It was Warner Brothers' choice. Probably, but that was kind of sending me because of just the fucking Mm -hmm. days different. (laughs) But no, I... That one particularly is weird to me because, from what I understand, in the states, Disney has distribution rights to. The I Ghibli think movies. they lost yeah, those like thinking. a year or two ago. I was looking into that; hmm. uh, it like expired, and so that's why they're able to do this. But okay, yeah. huh? Okay. Well, speaking of Disney, should we move to the Marvel news? Yes. Okay. Tell well, us, Ted. What's Ant Man Three is moving forward with <clears throat> director yeah, Peyton Reed. Yeah. Did Peyton Reed do the other two? I don't remember. Yeah, I think so. Cool. I mean, is it unexpected? That seems like... I I mean, I guess... Uh, well, it wasn't... I, I don't think it was... Um, it wasn't I don't announced. Think it was along, I, I don't think it was along all the other like Marvel... Right, right, right yeah. that were... Well, 
I mean, there was three Iron Man movies, three Captain America movies, three Thor movies. Four uh, Thor movies now with Love and Thunder. Right. They I just should mean, just call yeah. it the four. The four? The four. four. <laughs> It'll have a four where the T is. Speaking of Thor 4, they, uh, um, Taika Watiki has finished the script. Tawiti. Yes. White Tao Tawiti. Isn't Tafiti, is that the Moana thing? Oh, well, okay, keep going. Are you guys talking about (laughs) Ryan Reynolds' friend from Green Lantern? Yeah. No. (laughs) They weren't in that movie together. Yeah. (laughs) They never met each other. Uh... Yeah, Korg back, obviously, if Taika is <laughs> there, he's going to do that. Uh, and, oh, what's this? Thor's weight is in talks with Marvel. Is that oh, mean? like Fat Thor from yeah, um, about whether he'll game. be fat? <laughs> yeah, and so uh, that that's all that I saw on that bit. Okay. And I'm wondering which side of the aisle wants him to re- remain fat and which one doesn't. Yeah, that's a good question. Well, I'm pretty sure Thor's going to turn into Natalie Portman anyway. Yeah, he no, says the Thor magic man. words. Portmanis <laughs> Titanus. And then he turns into Natalie Portman. That's uh, that's how Odin's magic works. About? We're describing sure. the confirmed plot of Thor 4. <laughs> oh. mm-hmm. Also an upcoming uh, Marvel news. Uh, the Eternal set was evacuated yesterday. So the day before we're recording. <clears throat> mm-hmm. On November 5th. Um, after an, not undefeated, what was that? I don't know. Undetonated. An undetonated bomb. <laughs> this bomb cannot be stopped. <laughs> apparently. I hope apparently, the Eternals doesn't bomb. Oh. Apparently from what, I, I, I didn't read the whole, um, I didn't read the whole article, but. Was this a real bomb or was this one of those, like, no, there's a backpack, a we don't bomb, know where it came apparently from. Apparently where they were, uh. Some where, days where you they just were, can't get rid of a bomb. <laughs> Where they were filming, I think, was like on top of like an old Nazi war site or something like that. Uh-huh. Um, oh, oh, so yeah. they just they just found like a claymore that that was <laughs> left there over was, or something. There it was sounds reported... like Ike Perlmutter's doing. <laughs> there was there. there yeah, was like a... you can't do this. Get out of here. There was reportedly an abandoned Nazi base on that island, which could explain the bomb. Elijah. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> that's, a, that's a thing. Um, hmm. Okay, well, so hope, anyway, uh, right. <laughs> in the Infinity Saga <laughs> box set. This is, this is all of the movies, all the Marvel movies leading up through Endgame, I would assume. Uh, yes. And it's gonna, it has beautiful box art that you showed us earlier. Um... Yeah, set for five hundred and forty nine dollars and ninety nine cents. I'm I'm so upset about that. <laughs> That's expensive. Because I'd, I'd, I'd rather I'd get blown start up saving up your home. Patreon money, boys. Well, That's right. <laughs> so I've been I've personally been waiting to buy all of the Marvel movies until there was a box set like this. Mm. I have the. I have the box set for Phase One that's like in Coulson's briefcase that they carried the Tesseract in. Oh and yeah, that was cool as shit. And then I was going to get the Phase 2 box set, uh, which is in like a thing that's shaped like the power orb from, oh, uh, cool. from Guardians of the Galaxy. But then I was like, you know what? They will probably yeah. one day do a box set the for all of this. And like, I, I love my collectibles, but I also like to save space. Um, uh-huh. 
So I was just like, I'll just How wait big it out. is this box, do you think? Like, do you think there's full-size Blu-rays in there, like Blu-ray cases? Or do you think they're just in this no, loose um, disc thing, like the Batman Beyond Blu-ray? <laughs> no, so so what I was seeing, uh, they, they have they have a whole, um, whole press thing up. I don't know if uh, if you opened up my uh, my Phase One box set whenever you were here, but inside of it, all of the um, all of the discs are in like their own cardboard uh, like um, CD case sized uh, sleeve, and so they're they're doing that inside of this. Hmm. But it's got all twenty three films plus an exclusive bonus disc. I did the math, and that ends up being like twenty three or twenty four dollars a movie per movie so it's not even like a good deal really <laughs> like i mean i really. guess well so so it's... it they, they're also from what i understand they're all 4k so it's you say okay, like 25 dollars right. altogether <laughs> i mean you know you say more than that if they're all 4k because the 4k goes for like 39.99 or something usually so i guess it's all about almost half um I don't know. I'm sending you I, all the names of the patrons. I did it wrong a second ago. This is the actual current thing okay, so that you can you. sing them later. Anyway. I got you. Uh, <laughs> My phone's at 8% and I'm not running out the room today. But that's fine. Uh, well, I will probably, I will try to buy that eventually. I'll, maybe I'll get like a knockoff eBay or like a cheap eBay version, like a decade from now. <laughs> uh, I, oh, I, I'm trying to think of the ones that I already own. I think I have, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy and then the latest two Avengers movies. The rest have all been like, I don't necessarily need to own that. I will stream it somewhere. <laughs> but, hey, hey, put the, put the codes into the voodoo. <laughs> that's true i should do that uh all your movies i've been i've been supplying you guys with a library yeah we didn't ask you to put half those in there they just appeared we have we have norm of the north <laughs> yeah nice. i finally i was looking forward to we don't have arctic dogs yet we know not yet we'll get not to yet. that we'll, we'll talk yeah. to we'll talk about that in a little bit um yeah we still got some more we still got some more marvel news um, shields happening with Liv tyler well, she's rumored to be back. I don't. I don't think she's confirmed. She wouldn't be She-Hulk though. That's a totally different character. She, she like Liv Tyler herself. was the daughter of General Ross. Yeah, who she I would just think is confirmed Liv to come Tyler. back. She plays actress Liv Tyler in the She-Hulk series. Oh, okay, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm looking forward to that one. Um, most people dislike the Incredible Hulk. I feel like, but I'm a huge Ed Norton fan. So I did wonder. I, when we were doing the horror movie Vanishing Point, you said that The Avengers was the fifth movie to come out, but someone pointed out it's actually the sixth movie, so I'm trying to figure out which one you forgot. And it's, def- I, I it's not going it... to be Edward Norton. So there's Iron Man, no, Incredible Iron Hulk, Man, Iron Man Incredible 2, Hulk, Thor, Iron Man Captain Man. America, and then Avengers. I, I just, I just wrote the That's wrong it. number. That's it. You got him. Yeah. yeah, I, I know. just wrote the wrong number. I, 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 <laughs> the one I forgot was Avengers. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That makes okay. sense. I, di- I didn't remember to do that in my count, but that's fine. Um, yeah, so she's rumored to be back in She-Hulk, uh, which once again goes back to strength of the connections that like Marvel's not retconning shit. It'd be kind of interesting all. to see her interacting with um, what's his face, not Edward Norton, Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, like uh, as if he was Edward Norton, <laughs> when yeah. he's definitely not. Uh, I don't know. 
Yeah, I, I guess. I, I always guess felt we don't like they did her dirty. So like, I'm I'm sure. 100% down yeah, to. Yeah, Edward Norton <clears throat> wanted to do like a dark take on the Hulk, and they wouldn't let him really do his thing. But it's because they were trying to. We like, need an R-rated show. Hulk. They were trying to get their Marvel flavor, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, you gotta trust Norton though. He's come on, fight yeah. for American history. He's antivirus. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, we skipped Kevin Feige thing. He's now overseeing like not just the movies but TV and uh, just everything. I think like every media, every piece mm-hmm. of Marvel media, uh, which makes it's sense for them cohesion. to do. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it makes sense for them to do it with. They, they were. I'm sure they were getting flack for the you know the Marvel TV people being like, no, it's not. Daredevil is not in the thing. It's not connected and all that stuff. So the whole. Uh, Cohe- yeah, cohesive, organized. No one has, which I guess is good for branding. But it all also sort of makes me wonder if it's good or bad for like broadening, uh, like different. You know, like when uh, what am I trying to say? Like when Ant Man was going to be directed by um, Edgar Wright. Yeah, right. And then they're right. like, no, it has to be the brand, and you're not working. Yeah, it's I'm- not working. I'm of two minds of that, um, because I feel like with Feige on board, this means we won't get duds like uh, like Iron Fist In or Immortals. Inhumans. Or Inhumans, um, that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. Were, but then at the same time, it makes me feel like we also won't get shows that really take as much risk. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like, say, Daredevil did. Or know, like and Runaways and um, Cloak and is. Dagger, maybe. New uh, Mutants. <laughs> <laughs> we'll never runa- see that movie. <laughs> Are Runaways and, and Cloak and Dagger like seen as breakout hits? I don't. Yeah, Runaways I think has they a good diff- following, but Cloak Inter- and Dagger. I, I don't know. Did... I, I I watched the first season of Runaways and I couldn't get into it at all. Sissy liked it, but we started the second season. It just felt kind of the same as the first hmm. one, so we just stopped watching it. Well, Sony Spider Verse two, April twenty twenty two. Nice. Shriek. Uh, <laughs> that was all we had I'm to a, say. I'm a, well, nice. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be real, man. I watched, I watched the first Spider-Verse on a, on a plane, you know, uh, over the summer. Uh-huh. And it's, it's a good movie. But it's I mean, a great movie. I I, see, I don't, I don't see that, man. It's a great movie. <laughs> Maddie's wrong, everybody. Um, it's, I mean. It's a, it's a, it's a good movie, but char- I, I just. Characters are really I, funny. It's got a lot of great Easter eggs. I guess I disagree that notch. people. I there are people that say it's the best Spider-Man movie, which I do not agree with. But yeah, see, I that's, do that's like, like that's it what I'm lot. getting at. Is like, I, I I like the movie. I don't think that it's like lives up to the overhyped nature of it. Sure, um, I read it, a quote from Kevin Feige the other day who said that he had the power to cross um, cinematic universes and potentially do a live-action Spider-Man. Yeah multiverse movie with toby mcguire and andrew garfield oh so that kind of that kind of plays into that kind of plays oh, into like our next currently has uh, the power to do this yeah like if they wanted to <laughs> yeah with the yeah with sony too yeah so so this plays into our next piece of news um that shriek is being added to venom 2 along with carnage so is this um, a spider-man director... character i'm not familiar with because shriek is also a batman beyond Isn't shriek and <laughs> and this like more of a mercenary is he a vampire Am I wrong? Why no, Morbius is a vampire. vampire. 
But uh, Freak. but yeah. So the either way. Oh, this is a woman. Uh, I, no, you're thinking of Madam Web. No, Shriek character Marvel. Oh yeah, woman, fictional character, supervillainess. Well, I don't know. Lover of Cletus Cassidy, who is Carnage. So it makes sense. Anyway, calm down, di- everyone. The director confirmed that uh, the series is building to a Spider-Man crossover, um, which, as Ted just said recently, Feige has said yeah. Spider-Man is the only one with the power to cross cinematic universes. So, I guess we'll. B- I'm I'm wondering if <clears throat> they're going to do where it will still be Tom Holland, but it's he's not gonna be like referencing either cinematic universe and the other and it's mm-hmm. no one's gonna be any the wiser that would be a good he, way to yeah. do it because then he could like pop out of a portal and be like i'm from a different universe and he can be the mcu spider-man or, but he doesn't have to be like confusing continuities and stuff. i don't even want portals <laughs> i just want that, him to be the same spider-man in that but like to not reference sure. the MCU at all would, the, yeah. would that then be that he is, it is he's, both the he's same dip- universe? Or yeah. is it that he's just being Peter Parker in multiple universes? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the, the way, that's the way I see it. Is, is it's, okay. it's Peter Parker from multiple universes and they just look the same. Uh, um, well, maybe. <laughs> well, I'm leaving it up for interpretation. That'd yeah, be cool. we'll, sure. see, we'll, we'll see it. We'll see it when it happens. Yeah. I mean, maybe. I still haven't seen Venom, so, you know. Why is it not? It's not letting me delete the news we're talking. Neither about. has Ted, but he's heard me describe Venom to him, so mm-hmm. he's basically Venom, said, exactly. It's got Eminem and um. Okay, what's so, uh, imaginary friends? What is this? Yeah, so um, so we got news that Ryan Reynolds and John Krasinski are working together on a movie called Imaginary Friends. Um, it seems that the premise is, um, like one of the characters is able to see other people's imaginary friends and befriend them. Hmm. Um, <clears throat> there was, Sounds a lot like more... Happy, the show with the floating uh, yeah. blue unicorn. Blue dude, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Starring Man uh, of Steel Soldier Man. Patton Oswalt? No. That's what? <laughs> He's the unicorn. Oh, no, I mean the guy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not... Man of Steel soldier Patton Oswalt. Patton Oswalt was an agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. Okay. He was. He was multiple agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, but yeah, it's about a man who can see and speak to other people's imaginary friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paramount's in negotiations <clears throat> to acquire the film, and if the deal goes through, Krasinski will write, direct, and produce. Wow. So Talk about creating jobs. Whoa. I'm just kidding. <laughs> what are you talking about? That's why the unemployment rate's so low because everyone's working three jobs. Oh, I, everyone's I we working gonna, for imaginary friends. I thought we were going to go somewhere else and like talk about how Jack Ryan is propaganda against socialist Venezuela. <laughs> we can go. Is that what you're going to talk about on the socialist movie podcast? <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll we'll talk about that in a second. We still got some more news. Um, yes. So we've got Clerks Three uh, is coming. Nice. Cool. Finally. Um, Kevin Smith wrote the script to it a while back and wasn't <clears> able to get the movie made, and so he did table readings of the uh, of the script. I heard it's because the guy who played Randall like 
ditched like a month before production. Yeah, that's that's what I understand as well. But he's on board now. Um, sure. And yeah, sounds convincing. Yeah. Apparently, apparently, production's moving pretty quickly because we've already got it's confirmed Gerard Way from My Chemical Romance, uh, who was just announced <laughs> They're coming back. Uniting. Yeah, At very excited about that. Very excited about that. <laughs> tickets, but Gerard, if you want tickets, a thousand dollars. My friend Gerard, Nick. My Gerard friend Way Nick is scoring a, the. I've oh, seen Gerard okay. Way in person. He came to uh, the NC Comic Con in like 2016. I saw him talk about the Doom Patrol book. Well, he's <laughs> he's he's scoring Clerks three. So production's moving on it at the very least. My friend Nick uh, had a like you know emo phase or whatever in high school, and he it's had not a, a phase. It's a lifestyle. Yeah, it's not I get a phase. It. Yeah, thanks, it was a phase for Maddie. him. <laughs> Solidarity, because he had a he has just a bunch of pictures from his freshman or sophomore year or whatever, you know, black hair and makeup and all that stuff. And he had like a when he was, he was just a bunch of memes, a of, young boy. Like yeah, or you know, there's just been a bunch of memes that he's sharing that are like uh, yeah, like yeah, e- the emo thing that was just a phase. My Chemical Romance announces <laughs> new album or whatever, and then, and then it's just immediately back in this in the album. They only did it because Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. Did you, no, okay, so, so I'm not I'm not worried about the Epstein thing. I mean, yes, that it, it's very troublesome. Um, but did you guys see? So apparently, people dug up a tweet from My Chemical Romance back in 2011, uh, saying, "Chili, stay safe in 2019." Oh, and like we've got all the protests and everything going on in Chile right now. That's and right. it's just like weird. I, I'm, They're profits. I, it I'm be. really, I'm really confused as to what that was about. Like, <laughs> I heard they also had that Gerard Way modeled the band after the um, the career of Smashing Pumpkins, and they also got the band back <laughs> together after being on hiatus for like mm. the exact same amount of time. Huh. Hey, I wrote I wrote a script about uh, Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I wish. I, <laughs> I wish that stuff wasn't that wasn't DCAU did well on this channel so yeah. that I, I could just do that here. Before we talk about the Star Wars trailers, I did want to bring up uh, there's a movie coming out called Code 8 that stars the Amel brothers, uh, Stephen Amel, who plays Arrow, and Robbie Amel, I think is his name, uh, who was Firestorm. Uh, and it's just like, it's kind of a, I don't know, post apocalyptic sci fi looking robots and lasers. I don't know. It looks okay. Like I think this is the first like for realsies movie that Stephen Amell has done, as far as I know. He's made no, Code he Eight. Was, he was Code Eight. He yeah. was, what about he Code was Casey Seven? Jones? He was Casey Jones in the Ninja Turtles. Oh, you're That's right. True. You're right. But he wasn't the main character. I don't know. I'm trying to Casey justify Jones what I is said. the main character <laughs> of the Ninja Turtles. No, it's April. No, it's Casey. <laughs> April's the porn star. It's oh, the yeah, little sorry. rat. The little rat in the robe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that little rat. Master Splinter. <laughs> anyway, Yoshi. I just wanted to mention that because that's a thing that exists. Um, now we can move on. <laughs> almost, so, we're almost done with news. Everybody, don't worry. We have we have exciting news <clears throat> coming out of the world of football. Woo! Woo! Football uh, or football? Football. 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 Episode nine uh, <laughs> got a trailer. Yep. Uh, the Rise of Skywalker. Oh, so that that's football. yeah. So you know. <laughs> That's going to be interesting. Um, I don't know. Did you guys have anything you want to say I, I about it? I have heard of like... the Star Wars. I have heard of it. Um, yes. I, 
I, both of you guys like football more than I do. So I have enjoyed a Star War in the past. I will be looking forward to the Star War. I don't know as what well. you're talking about. This is a football conversation. Um, so I, I went to don't know. I went to the football episode seven premiere, like night of midnight premiere. Was super excited about it. I had was a really it a good touchdown? time. Huh? I said, was it a touchdown? Yeah, no, it was at uh, it was at Autzen Stadium. Um, anyway, so I, I got like the keychain. I got a T-shirt. I got all sorts. It was it was a great night. I had a lot of fun watching the movie. Uh, episode eight of football. I enjoyed it. Not but a lot you of had people to move did. The goal, the, the goal but I back. A yeah, bit. the goalposts. They they we for a, a, a first down. Uh, other football terms, and so then. Uh, hmm. So now I'm not quite so as excited for this one, but I will still go see it. Was when they got the quarterback, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. It was really great to see him return, the last Jedi. Yeah, personally, we had. We personally, had one I thought of... I thought I thought solo football was a, a bit of a fumble. It always sure. felt like more of a team sport for me. Yeah. It was like the uh, Rogue One. And they replaced the That's they replaced what, yeah. the the linebacker <laughs> with a different linebacker uh what are the metaphors here what are they gonna do disney de-age the linebacker so that he well, yeah. has less lines yeah anyway <laughs> and <less> we're, back. <laughs> also, we're also getting the first football i've been excited about uh, yeah. uh since childhood um football mandalorian on disney plus yeah uh we just got a new trailer for that I haven't watched it, but apparently there's a Ming-Na Wen reveal, and I love her because Agent May is my baby. Yeah, nice. uh, Agents of Shield. Who so, he's yeah. he's also being played by uh, Maxwell Lord, dude, um, whatever his name is, Pascal Pochel. <laughs> huh. Whatever. Well, that's, that's a lot you know. that's going on. Pascal. Yeah. So that's that's yeah. the news. That's the news. There's also wait, a wait, Star Trek I'm going to be right back. Oh, my God. Okay, well, what's has gone? I don't, well, oh, he, on. like, left while he's, left. While he's gone, while he's oh gone let me go God. grab my, uh, my phone charger so I'll have all the Patreon names later. Okay. Hold on. Well, I mean, neither of these boys are going to care about this at all, so I'm just going to talk to myself about this. I'm there's sure a Star Trek Picard trailer uh, that came out, and I think it looks cool, and I have to buy CBS All Access again. Oh, hey, Ted. Oh, hey, Ted. Hey. Oh, hey, Ted. Hey. I had to switch Are you still my recording? Laptop. Yes. Okay, my sweet. Phone, I was uh, talking about phone, Star Trek. My phone was almost dead. <laughs> I was talking about James? the Picard trailer without you guys. James, I swear to God, if the sound of me farting while getting up makes it into the final podcast. Well, it will now. I, I How are people going to know what you're talking about? I won't even know. I won't even know because <laughs> no, I probably you won't, won't listen, listen to, to it. Yeah. No, I've, I... I Sometimes I'm like, I want to re-listen to this conversation, and other times like, I'm just like, eh, I've, I've got to... Every once in a while I go back and listen to episode one of this, and I go, oh, it, that's bad, and then I don't, <laughs> <laughs> and I don't listen to it again. Uh, but anyway, we can move on to the main topics. There are a handful of them. Which uh, one do you want to tackle first? I feel like... Um... <laughs> let's go ahead. let's get arctic dogs out of the way. <laughs> I loved arctic dogs. It's my new yeah, favorite movie. Except okay. Maddie actually liked it. Legitimately. My favorite part was when the dogs were, were Arctic. in the Arctic. Yeah, yeah. They were really cold. So I, I'll, I'll try. I'll try. I'll try not to. I'll try not to go too far into this because I'm also um, talking Arctic dogs. 
um, and the politics there within with um, the Kino Lefter podcast. It's a socialist yes. movie podcast uh, that I've just become aware of because one of them, I guess, is a fan of the channel and follows me on uh, on Twitter. So I'll be talking the politics of Arctic Dogs with them, which hey. it is actually a very deeply political movie. Um the main topic of it was the evils of the uh, the, the the fossil fuel industry, which was not something I was expecting going into a kids movie. Um, but yeah, so so hey, my real, relationship. Real quick, Ted, are your headphones plugged in to your computer or phone or whatever? Not I can my hear phone. Maddie twice. I just want to make oh. sure that someone it doesn't have Maddie coming out of their speakers. <laughs> I mean, I'm now? plugged into my laptop. Okay. Well, hold on. Are we good now? Uh, I don't know. I Same think we're thing. good. I, I only I only hear the one me in my okay. headphones. Whatever. Just keep but going. Yeah. So so anyway <laughs> so so uh for brief explainer ex- explainer <laughs> <laughs> whoa <laughs> wacky words um so so for a brief explainer um <laughs> not too long ago. I was on Twitter and I saw somebody dunking on this movie, Arctic Dogs, and I didn't know. Oh, what basketball that was. references now. <laughs> I didn't know what that was, and I saw. Uh, That's when uh, they like, put the basketball in the hoop while jumping. All right. Anyway, <laughs> I, I saw a response. I saw a response that said, "How do you find these movies with no followers but are still verified?" Uh-huh. And I was like, "Wait, what?" And so I went over and, like, I started just, like, negging them, trying to get them to follow me on Twitter while also, like, kind of talking trash. Um, Now, they have, like, they're only following the people in the movie or associated with the movie. They had barely any followers on Twitter, but on their others, so on Facebook and Instagram, I think they had, like, a bunch of people, right? Like a bunch no, of so on, Inst- on Instagram, so so on Twitter, they had less than 400. Yeah. On Facebook, they had roughly 900-something. And then on Instagram, they had, like, 80K. So they were only focusing which, on that somehow. <laughs> well, I, I, I went back and looked uh, at the Instagram again today. And they are now at seventy nine point one k. They lost. <laughs> they dropped nine hundred. Yeah, but so so apparently a bunch of people have been memeing on Arctic Dogs because I guess it's just like everything around it just seems really just bizarre silly from the outside. Yeah. Looking in. And and, and yeah. it's it, it's very it's very weird. Um, if I'm being honest, like I loved the movie. Like I I was very surprised. Ooh, uh, hot take well yeah okay so so also also i i I skipped over some stuff yes uh like like the twitter thing happened and it just left my mind altogether and then i went to go see jay and silent bob reboot with a friend of mine um and we both took a bunch of edibles before going in (laughs) and all all of a all of a sudden we were presented with the Arctic Dogs marquee pop-up cardboard thing inside of the theater. And I was just like, oh my god, this is that movie from Twitter! <laughs> and so I, I I had to, you know, take my, uh, my paid ad uh, commercial with it, you know, telling people to go see Arctic Dogs. And then that's when I started, like, nagging them on Twitter. Uh, like, they, they put up... <laughs> 
they put up one post that said Arctic Dogs is out tomorrow. Scream it from <clears throat> the rooftops. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I went out of my way to get onto a rooftop and scream about Arctic Dogs to the whole of the Halloween traffic in Northgate, Seattle, uh, <laughs> which was probably a lot of foot traffic. But yeah, so so I ended up going and seeing the movie. And I really enjoyed it. Um, I think you showed story... up with Sissy, assuming no one would be coming in, and then a, a, a woman and her daughter came in, right? Like, so you yeah. couldn't really be yeah. as cool, as rowdy as you wanted to be. <laughs> which is which is fine because like, I ended up enjoying the movie. Like, it was it was it was hilarious because there's on Rotten Tomatoes, it's got like a seventeen percent right now right. or something like that. And one of the critics said, um, children, if your parents took you to see this movie, they don't love you. And so as, as soon as the, the mom and her daughter come into the room, I just started busting out laughing because of that review. Yeah, um, I'm so sorry. Obviously, mom girl. doesn't love you. I heard that it's just because like, there needs to be more furry friendly reporters in Hollywood. You're not lying. You're not lying. But so, okay. So, anyway, I'll on the it. movie itself. I'll, I'll volunteer as tribute. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Love a good you got the tail. You got a tail. I know it. On the movie itself, <laughs> I really enjoyed it. Um, there's a lot of good lefty messages in there. Uh, like I said, most of it is about uh, the fossil fuel industry. They've got commentary on the war for oil, uh, how capitalism <coughs> makes people compromise their morals. Wow. Um, the the wrongs of the death penalty. Uh, the main character segre- beating their wife or shooting a gun <laughs> in their ceiling. <laughs> Segregation. Like, all kinds of things. But the so voice we- cast oh, was... Yeah, keep going. Keep, you- the voice cast was not good. Uh, <laughs> we were talking about before... Okay, so before you were invited to go on this podcast to actually talk about the movie and therefore had to actually go see the movie. We were talking about jokingly talking about the movie on the podcast, but in a completely serious manner as if we'd all seen the movie and just talk, just, you know, talking out our asses about like, Oh yeah. You know, Swifty, the character, like it was so surprising that he said, fuck. Swifty should have said fuck. (laughs) Yeah. It was so surprising that they kept the the audio of Jeremy. That whole part. It was so surprising they kept the audio of Jeremy Renner shooting at his wife in the movie. Like, that was a really progressive choice for them. For, <laughs> and just trying not to laugh and just trying to go through it very seriously. But then Maddie had to, like, actually see the movie so he couldn't go through on our plans. But it's still a good, <laughs> it's still a good topic to cover just because of all the pre-movie memes that came from this. Oh, for sure. But, like, so so talking about the uh, the cast... A lot of them, especially um, especially Jeremy Renner and Heidi Klum, felt more like they were reading a script <coughs> than acting. Um, yeah, Jeremy like, Renner in the trailers even sounds terrible as a voice actor. Like, he does not. There were <laughs> there were narration bits like at the start and ending where it's like Jeremy Renner oh, being like, no. "Hey, that's me there. I bet you're wondering how I got here." <laughs> like sounding like sounding like he was reading, you know, like a bedtime story to his daughter rather than yeah. actually, you know, trying to be like I am this character. Right. Um there was also a part in the movie where like uh there was totally a Jeremy Renner song. <laughs> oh no. And that was that was hilarious. Um it, it's So so Jer- this makes me wonder like how long ago they recorded for this movie because 
Like, was it pre-Avengers Infinity War? Or was it during that because he didn't wasn't in Infinity War? That kind of thing. Because there was this movie that came out... I bet it was pre. Uh, there was a movie that came out when we were in, like, early high school where it was um, Sean Connery and I want to say Matt... No, not Matt Damon. Um, uh, League of Extraordinary who's the, who's the No, who's the Trump guy on SNL? Uh, Alec Baldwin. Yeah, Alec Baldwin. Baldwin. He played and a bunch he of played, other... uh, He played a polar bear in this movie. Okay, good. Uh, a bunch of other like really high end, like you know, well uh, thought of actors were it, it recorded for this animated movie. I can't remember the name of it. I wish I could. Baby but, like, boss. Like weird lizard aliens, and the guy that made the movie recorded it. Jimmy and then, Neutron. Yeah, <laughs> he took he took like eight or nine years to do all the cgi on his own it was an animated movie and so by the time it came out no one went to see it none of the actors even remembered recording for it (laughs) and i wonder if this is sort of a similar situation where it's like what is this movie why are these people associated (laughs) with it it just seems like a really weird because there was someone else on the cast that was like james franco's on there and john cleese John Cleese, yeah. that's who it was. Yeah, it's just like, does he even remember recording for this movie, or is, is it just so John be like Cleese Arctic was like dog? the one that actually felt <laughs> Rango. like he was in character? Rango, right? No, I, well, I don't think that was the movie, but it's okay. But You're not gonna find it. <laughs> there was there were there were there were a lot of funny gags in the movie um, that I really appreciated. Uh, James Franco played a uh, a dodo bird, I guess, kind of. Uh, who was obviously supposed to be the stoner. Um, and so there's, there's this one part where Swifty, Jeremy Renner's character, like comes back into town and is like, oh my god, I found, I figured out what the evil plot is and why the, the dogs got kidnapped and I'm having to do their job, blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. And so he's trying to explain it all, but he's playing the pronoun game with it and being kind of vague and using like they and them and such and such. And like someone's like, who are they? And... and, and Swifty says, they are the walrus! And James Franco's character comes in and he's like, I thought Paul was the walrus. <laughs> well, this all sounds like something I don't get. <laughs> I think you I don't know I'm the walrus by the Beatles? No, I do, but I think... Okay, I see what you're saying. I was thinking this was more of a, you have to see the movie to really understand what the fuck you're talking about. And then... Like there was, there was. Is like, James Franco's character like secretly high the whole time, but they don't? Yeah, have to not say secretly. It. Yeah, yeah. Or, there yeah. were like <laughs> Arctic D A W G's. You know, most of it set at a post office, and like um, all of the 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 beavers that work there had really bad Italian accents. Oh. Um, like I thought, I thought they were, I thought they were Hispanic accents at one point, and then James Franco character comes in, and he's like. Uh, so when is anyone going to explain why, uh, why all the beavers sound Italian? <laughs> and like, like, it was like the, leave it the to him to be the voice in, uh, of reason. The guy in a goofy movie, or an extremely goofy movie, the Leaning Tower of Cheese uh, guy that says, like, you ever just wonder why we're all, like, wearing gloves? Like, he's just very aware. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, you guys can keep talking about Arctic Dogs for a second. I'm going to pee, and you're going to hear me pee, but the audience is not. So. Well, well, I mean... That sounds fun. What else do you want to know about Arctic Dogs, Ted? I want to know how many dogs were in the movie. There were three. Just three? Were, Five? Yeah, there were th- 
No, there were three dogs. Three. So, so uh, was that enough? Was that enough dogs? Essentially, the plot of the movie is the dogs are. Uh, glorified... I've seen Balto. Just say so you no. Know. Yeah, so the dogs are glorified post office workers, and Swifty, who is an Arctic fox, looks up to them and wants to become one of them when he gets older. Um, I can't even he... hear you over the sound of James's pee. Yeah, this is. <laughs> uh, I really can't. It's like a white noise. Yeah, I know. White it's... noise from a white boy. He'll just have to edit that out anyway. Or he'll probably just edit it back in. That's um, why no one listens to this podcast. This is great. This is why the podcast is it's gone down the toilet. He got he got he got up he got upset he got upset when both of us got up to like do things at a reasonable point and in the middle of a conversation he says, I I'm gonna get up to pee. Yep. That's James for you. <laughs> he does what? he does that in the middle of legacy's uh work too he'll he'll like draw up half of batman's face and be like i'm gonna pee on on the paper that's yeah uh... i do do that yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no so i was explaining essentially because I, I i realized that i didn't explain it yet. the plot of arctic dogs is that there are there are three dogs known as the top dogs who are just glorified post office workers um and everybody in the the city loves them and swifty looks up to them and wants to be one of them when he's older eventually he gets older and he gets a job at the post office but he's a package sorter and uh he has to try out to be one of the top dogs and everyone's like you can't do it you're 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 just an arctic fox you don't you don't you don't have the the strength and the stamina and blah 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 and then the the dogs get kidnapped by John Cleese's character who is a walrus with robotic octopus legs oh. um, kind, kind of like kind of like a Mr. Waternoose looking situation going on um, and he is trying to I guess kind of build a, a device to extract fossil fuel out of the arctic circle and he's disrupting uh communities to do so uh, and all all with the hopes of a more efficient postal system um hmm. and so eventually hmm. like at the start Whoa. swifty swifty lets swifty lets all of the fame get to his head um and like doesn't even kind of let anyone know what's going on like he tries to and then they're like, oh my god, you actually did the job? That's awesome! And, like, everyone starts celebrating him. And... Because they, cause they think the dogs uh, quit and left the city rather than being kidnapped. <clears throat> and eventually things turn around and Swifty's like, no, look, I've, I've got to let you guys know the real truth. And then they go fight the uh, the wars for oil. <laughs> wow. That's a lot more complex than I expected. It, it is. It, it really is. It on it like I'm very surprised at like how kind of deep it got, and I wish it had a better voice cast, and I wish yeah. the CG didn't sounds look like as flat sounds like the poor man's utopia. There was a video a, I was watching about. Uh, I wish I could remember who did it, but they were watching about um, actors in big animated movies i don't know if you count arctic dogs as a big animated <laughs> but uh it was like your screen cinema yeah I, that's true. Yeah, it is cinema oh yeah. so i had to i had to drive 30 minutes hour. away <laughs> yeah. 
to get to a, a movie theater that was playing this. Yeah. The, 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 the theater that I normally go to, <coughs> just steps away from my house, what, was the one that had the, the little the cardboard stand-up marquee going on. <laughs> and they weren't even playing the movie. Yeah. <laughs> that seems wrong. Yeah, but like the cast being all like screen actors that are, you know, the names that will draw you to the movie instead of the actual movie itself apparently spawns mostly from Robin Williams being the genie in Aladdin that that was one of the first really? times that like there was a name associated with the movie that like want, that that's how they were marketing it was like it's Robin goddamn Williams you're going to come see this movie. Yeah, I and think then... I think I think this is something that uh Lindsay Ellis touched yeah, on that's in a, a video that, yep, essay yep, that she did. Yeah. Yep. And yeah, there just since then that's what people, you know, fucking angry birds and, and will smith and, and all that tail. stuff <laughs> right exactly will smith and aladdin uh Rio yeah that's what gets you to the yeah. shrek and yeah. yeah so i mean wow, it works sometimes it. like shrek is built around the characters being like i don't know an, and michael adult, myers and eddie murphy yeah, yeah adult versions of cartoon care like they're not it's not like yeah, the Angry Birds movie with Mike Meyer, even though he would totally do that. But <laughs> uh, but yeah, this movie definitely feels like one of those. So uh, uh, maybe we should have an Arctic Dogs commentary when it comes out on Blu-ray. And we <laughs> you, know, you, know what, you know what could be really fun? What if we like got our own cast together to redub <laughs> Arctic Dogs with people who seem like they care about the script? Yeah, we'll buy the soundtrack. <laughs> I'll re-foley all the sound effects. Nice. Um, <laughs> Let's do it. Sounds I'll like play... a project worth my time. Yeah. I want to play the dodo bird. I want to be James Franco. I, I can see it. I could do it. I'll be I'll be walrus man. Oh, one <laughs> of, so, you. So b- before before moving on, uh-huh. one of my one of my favorite uh, jokes in the whole movie uh, that like it took me a second to catch on <laughs> is uh, his love interest name is Jade, and mm-hmm. his best friend is named PB. Uh, so PB, and PB, oh, PB and Jade. <clears throat> Did Jade and it, PB get together instead of him and P- Jade? No, I was like halfway <laughs> expecting that because of the names, but no, it didn't happen that way. Do you guys remember cute. PB and Jay Otter from uh, yes. the, the yes. Playhouse Disney? Yeah. Yes. Hey, is that going to be on Disney Plus? It better <laughs> be. Question, it should Do you think be. Doug's going to be on Disney Plus? I like Doug. Ooh, I, but I'm it'll sure only it be I Disney's actually, Doug. <laughs> I, I actually, um, I knew someone who uh, was a voice actor in Doug. Um, fuck, I forget. I forget what he played. Skeeter. Was. Yeah. He played. No, no. He, he, didn't, he didn't. He didn't play like any of the main people. But he, his claim to fame was being Bill Clinton in the Beavis and Butthead movie. Oh wow. <laughs> okay, that's cool. Yeah. And, and so he lived in Panama City and was friends with my dad, and we helped him move across town at one point. And like, this was back when GameCube was a thing, uh, or like was just out, and like they had one. And so like I spent as much time as possible over there <laughs> because they because they were rich and we weren't. <laughs> that makes sense. That is the that's the house to go to when you're a kid that's who true. has the exactly. biggest the the living GameCube. room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. <clears throat> well, moving on. <coughs> yeah, did you want me to talk about Virality? Sure. Is that, Let's is do it, I, dude. What's, I'm going to try pitch. to keep it. I'll give it. A, I'll keep it as brief as I can because I can well, talk. Well, I mean, for I mean, you don't even this, have but... to. You don't even have to keep it that brief. I mean, you just released a, 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 sure. a teaser trailer, yeah. and I'm sure the people are trying to figure out what is this. 
Wait, how about this about real yeah. before I describe it, it on the Watchtower database channel? I did, yeah. Before I what describe is... it, you tell me what you think it is, Maddie. Um, so from what I understand, <laughs> it is an anti-Google Stadia uh, propaganda piece. <laughs> kind you're of, not, yeah. You're not very happy that they're moving into the video game streaming industry, <laughs> and you want to put a stop to it by killing sir go ogle himself <laughs> that's that's like yeah you got like 75 percent of it <laughs> that's it that's basically it there's a multiverse yeah before so the, uh, multiverse was cool yeah i was gonna say this movie's taken so long that multiverse stuff's in the zeitgeist now which is actually helpful for the release of the movie because <laughs> i don't have to explain what the hell's going on as much um the the gist of the origins of the movie is I had prior to Watch Terror Database I had a YouTube channel since 2006, uh, JTS Entertainment, uh, which you still see that logo on the Legacies issues and a couple other. If you're things. not subscribed over there, go check it out. Yeah, that's true. I, so it, so this it spawned from uh, high school really terribly made videos. I had no idea what I was doing. None of us knew how to act or do anything. Uh, and some would say we still don't know how to act. Um, <laughs> but we got uh, kind of a cult following around the, our high school of, of the videos and, you know, a, a handful of subscribers on YouTube after like six years of doing it. And uh, then I kind of flipped it over to a new YouTube channel, re-uploaded all the old stuff, started making newer stuff that was at least mildly better. And long story short, it just never really went anywhere. That is the channel that, if you're listening to this, you may have seen the Batman v Superman animated trailer that I did when that when the first trailer for that movie came out. Um, I redid it with the DCAU versions of the characters and voices and stuff like that. Um, except for <laughs> the do you bleed, you will thing at the end is you just should... me. <laughs> because That's I couldn't right. find a good Kevin Conroy line <laughs> that would cover it. Um, you should uh, you, you should re-upload that over here and see if it... I thought about that, line. yeah. Well, it, I mean, it's got it's over a million views on the JTS channel, which is pretty oh. sweet. Uh, but yeah, I could do it on both. But anyway, uh, that channel never really got anywhere except for after I posted that Batman v Superman video. Then I went from like 200 subscribers to like 2,000 subscribers. Uh, and I was already in the process of writing a script for Virality, which at the time was just like the Google Plus movie. And you, I had no idea what I was going to call it. Ted was helping me with some rewrites and kind of making it more cohesive and then wound up doing like a pretty big overhaul edit with me of like no, no mm. one will understand any of these references to your old videos <sighs> because no one has seen your old videos <laughs> and uh there is still plenty of those references but they're a lot more hidden and a lot more uh in just maybe a 10 minute period of the movie instead of the entire movie uh i don't so like to it's my kinda... own horn but i think i um took out some of the more unadulterated jokes too yeah there were there were some questionable uh you wouldn't know, really 2000... fly 2013 yeah. writing James. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Know, a little different yeah. than 2019 editing James. Yeah, I'm a little more woke now, if you might say. Um, but anyway. Uh, culture, culturally culturally sensitive. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, the, yeah, the, the, the main plot of the movie is I play myself. Uh, I play JTS Entertainment uh, producer James Strecker, and I get sucked into YouTube to fight Google who is taking over YouTube. And, uh, of course, the the idea was spawned around the time that we were writing the script, which 
it was like 2014, 2015 type of time where Google Plus was kind of trying to force itself upon you no matter what you were doing. It's like you have to change your channel name to your real name. You have to uh, always be signed in on this account and you know just all this kind of stuff that like everybody hated. They were changing the comment section. They were changing how you saw subscribers and how subscribers saw you. And that's still sort of going on. Uh, there's just constant changes to YouTube from Google from higher up that no Always one wants trying to make it better and no one, yeah nothing's broke there's nothing to fix <laughs> there's lots of stuff to fix now because they broke it all but and anyway uh it is a it is a tongue-in-cheek uh but pretty obvious jab at google um the bad guy is named google <laughs> which is barely not google and uh he's kind of is a more power rangers villain looking dude uh you'll i'm gonna probably try to keep him out of the trailers until the last second um because i don't i like i really like how the costume turned out and i don't want people to see it necessarily is uh, this is this is this what i was wearing no okay. those are the bots those are the google's bots gotcha. uh, you yeah, see, you've played, seen them I yeah nine different robots we were uh we were inside of a nuclear power facility yep. that they uh, that they filmed transformers what age of extinction at? yeah the, whatever the fourth one is yeah yeah so that was a that was an interesting experience it was very uncomfortable and very cold but you know what yeah i had i had fun i had fun yeah. we went and got mexican food afterwards <laughs> elma washington is a beautiful place I tried white claw. I tried white claw for the first time. <laughs> yeah, no, that was doesn't a terrible live up dream. to the hype. Um, drink, it, it, drink, um, <coughs> Natty, um, Natty Light's got their own version now. I've been looking for the four loco one. I can't find it anywhere. I always say Natty Light because my actor from the Pop Up Is Dead movies and the yeah. Natty Light commercial. <laughs> but we got, well, uh, we got stared at at the at the chicken roof. Um, yes, we did. Chicken roof. That guy didn't like that I was singing the songs. I guess. Yeah, you weren't but, even you know. being like Max Maddie volume. We were just normal people, but we we didn't. We were like, uh, what's that? Um, what's the third in the Shaun of the Dead trilogy? Uh, the World's End. Uh, have you seen that? Yeah. Where the yes. but it's got uh, you know like all the like weird alien robots that like know if you're not one of them and they like kind of just they're all like staring at you with their mouths open and <laughs> light shining out and stuff like that and they're trying to kick you out of the town and murder you that's what it felt like in chicken roof is what i'm trying to say <laughs> yeah. i think i've only watched that one like once so it's it's yeah not really much it's, it kind of happens in hot place too the, the whole town they're just like suspicious. yeah <laughs> it's a it's a zombie kind of trend trend right but uh, yeah, I mean, I don't have a ton to say about the movie. It's it's I'm I've been filming it since 2015, so it's taken its goddamn time. Uh, but it's it's it has a lot of heart put into it. Um, I've definitely not I've spared no expense making it a, the most expensive movie that I've ever made. Uh, my pre- previous feature film projects were all in high school, and it was all just film it after school. We don't know what we're doing. We have no money. Blah blah blah. Uh, this one, you know, I put money into the costumes and the special effects and the appearances by real Portland actors and all this stuff like that. So there are... He's going to pay me a whole $20 for my gas. I sure will. Nice. <laughs> In the future. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Um, yeah, but no, and it, and and yeah, there are cameos from Ted and Maddie. Maddie plays some robots. You're both in the near the end when a big bad thing is happening that I'm not going to expo- yeah, uh, spoil. Yeah, I was. Uh, Maddie I was should get all the revenue my... from the next podcast episode. 
My oh, face yeah. is, is visible. <laughs> not this one, but the, the next one. <laughs> I mean, that would cover it probably, yeah. Well, uh, it's not going to exist. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Um, but yeah, the the I think Ted and I were the ones to decide on virality as the name. Um, I, I had nothing to do with it. It, it so was me, probably. Yeah. Well, I meant yeah, just humans in general. You know, it was Ted. I came up with um, yeah. And uh, complain me. Oh, it was just you. Yep. I don't Vir- even remember. For virtual reality. <laughs> yeah, but also <laughs> viral, like viral videos. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's virility. Reality. <laughs> it's all there together. Sexual virility. I'm good at naming uh, things. Yeah. There's also uh, right. there Skip. are a handful of. Do you want to call you Skip of... James? I named you Skip. No, right. no. Skip. cool. Continue. Thank you. Skip. <laughs> There's a handful of of uh, uh, DCAU uh, references in the movie because I can't possibly make a movie and not throw some of those in. Um, there's an Aglitz joke. There is a uh, a callback to. There's a Willet Cannon uh, can appearance. A little bit nice. hidden, so you might not. You might have to look for it. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to spoil too much, but it, it's been a lot of fun, a lot of stress. Um, now I just have to do all of the special effects, and that's going to take a little while. <laughs> but I'm excited to see people commenting on the uh, trailer because I uploaded it to JTS Entertainment, of course, because anyone that would follow it would be there. But anyone, everyone uploaded it i've uploaded it to the watchtower database channel and there are a lot of people um commenting on it which is nice to see um people that kind of, you know like i see the i see these comments and go like ah the nerds they get it <laughs> like they, they understand me like uh you know there's people there's plenty of people going i have no idea what this is but this looks really cool um but i like the com- i'm trying to find a specific one here oh uh kevin mendez says this this is the real movie that terry and his parents were walking out of when phantasm almost oh. killed them gray ghost strikes or whatever was an animation error <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> Uh, nice. so Battle Up Saber said, "This is cool and all, but I don't see how it connects to the Zeta project." <laughs> I commented. So, yeah, yeah. Ted said, "I'll beat them with you, James." <laughs> no, no, I didn't say that. I'll beat it with you. Sorry. Yeah. Is, is Jessica okay with that? Yeah, I think so. Cool. I'm okay with it. So, and we'll then, uh, which it. someone replied, we'll beat "Closely it knit." Someone replied, "Closely knit friends, right there." <laughs> so. yeah, yeah, that's right. We, we beat it together. <laughs> yeah. But uh, if you haven't watched the teaser, uh, go check it out. It is, as you'll see in the teaser, there are unfinished special effects shots, but that's kind of just, I just wanted to show off the movie at all. Um, you'll see a bunch of green screen backdrops and, and you know, stuff like that. But, uh, and it doesn't, this teaser doesn't explain the plot whatsoever, but it's just kind of a jumble of shots that kind of give you an idea of the tone of the movie. It is very silly. It is very over the top on purpose. Um, yeah. That's about all I gotta say until there's more to say <laughs> later. So, um, yeah, I don't know. All right, which yeah. topic do we want to move to next? Uh, I feel let's, like, let's do I feel Batman like we do... figures. Okay. Unless you have a different. Idea. Well, I was I was gonna say we could we could say Batman figures is probably gonna be the biggest one. Sure. Um, yeah. Let's, okay. let's 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 do let's do Red Sun then Batman figures and then the last one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. The Red Sun um, sneak peek came out through uh, through the Wonder Woman's Bloodlines yeah. um, release. Um, it was difficult for us to track it down because uh, we started 
buying digital through Voodoo. And Voodoo doesn't give you the special features right there. You have to hook it up yeah. to movies anywhere and then watch it there. But so I'm James, glad that you could do that because, yeah, I just watched it this morning. James, finally. just watch it. Ted, did you watch it today? I did. I watched it right before I hit record on the podcast. <laughs> okay, awesome. And I watched it about a week ago, so I'll let you guys tee off the conversation okay. uh, so I can pop in when I remember things. Well, so I was... Uh, for some reason, I, was, I thought that you had said before... It turned out that you had you were mentioning how you thought that the Russian accents from the actual actors in the movie were not that great. I for some reason read that as Jim Krieg and the, and the like producers being interviewed for the like behind the scenes video Bruce were did. speaking in terrible Russian accents the whole time and it was really like racist or something. But that's not the case, which no, I'm glad okay, about. So, <laughs> so Jason, no, Jason oh, Isaac okay, okay. is see, the voice of Superman. Jason Isaac. Right? Yeah, yeah. I see why you... Okay, so I think I had worded my message weird. I, I was saying that the Russian accents were bad, but I was also talking about how the producers were talking about how, like, it's um, relevant to current geopolitical right. stuff. Right. Um, which, which, to me, like, I understand to an extent, like, the, the Russia, like, scare yeah. going on in that, like, Putin's not a good guy. But I also think that a lot of what's going on uh, with the Russia scare is xenophobic. Yeah, and, exactly. Uh, it's and, not and like, <laughs> and, and and isn't okay. Um, so yeah, it, it's really weird that they worded it that way and left that on the special feature. <laughs> yeah, so so I'm I'm very like hesitant going into this, like because I've ne I haven't read it. It was so. worded, I think, as like obliquely as possible. Like it was just saying like, yeah, there's a lot of tension right now. Um it could have been just like Russian collusion, you know? I guess the if the subject matter they're talking about, they might not be able to not mention something like that. But it's it just seemed like a weird choice to keep that in the edit i guess <laughs> like you know possibly and, and also why is jim krieg wearing a weird <laughs> russian military uniform he's a, com he, he's a comrade <laughs> i guess so a lot of See, that's why i thought are. that maybe he was maybe he would just be like yes when we read comic we were like this would be good movie like you were just doing that the whole but time but then moose and squirrel <laughs> come in and ruin it all <laughs> <laughs> yeah god <laughs> Well. But yeah, so I mean, what 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 are your guys' uh, feel of the movie? For me, I, I'm feeling kind of hesitant about it. Um, I, I don't think Bruce Tim really has steered us too wrong. Uh, people could disagree. <clears throat> I think it works better I, as a comic. I'll have to see the movie. I'm sure I will. Yeah. I think that the the comic has a lot of like uh, with with a written medium in general. You can I think you can get away with a lot more like social commentary stuff that's not gonna cut people too hard i think when it's on when it's in the movie like especially even just lines like uh, what is it just like uh like ladies and gentlemen i give you superman like you can read that however you want but you're hearing it in this weird like guy trying to imitate russian man doing it badly uh yeah over I, the I top. really yeah i they really probably should just hired a russian Mm -hmm. I wish they yeah. had Russian actors. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. Well, there was the one like, guy. Who the guy was playing in... Superman isn't he like English? Yeah, or British it's Jason or Isaacs who played uh, yeah, Lucius Malfoy in the yeah, Harry Potter yeah. movies, and he was Rachel Ghoul in uh, Batman Under the Red Hood. 
Yeah, he was also a... Lex Luthor in Justice League Gods and Monsters. There you go. <laughs> that's such a weird casting choice. Like, yeah. I don't... I'm I guess... excited... So the one thing that, that like I am interested in is Diedrich Bader's life. Yeah, we, I had no idea that that was the case. Ooh, I'm interested in the guy who played the penguin from That's Bad what I was just trying series, to look him up. Brainiac. Yeah. Oh, was, true. They, they didn't re- um, they, they didn't really show Paul Williams. Much of him. Like, yeah. They, they're, Paul Williams. There are some casting choices that I'm like really interested with, and yeah. then, like any of the ones that are Russian accents. Yes. Yeah. Uh, like, Amy Acker is Lois Lane. She was. Amy Acker's Lois Lane. She was Huntress on Just Like Unlimited. Mm, that's um, cool. There's a bunch of returning DCAU voice actors, which not like playing other characters, which is pretty cool. John Stewart's coming back as yeah, with Phil Lamar. Phil yeah. Lamar's, yeah, right. <laughs> and Wonder Woman, I think the voice actress is the same one that did it in the 2009 movie. I might oh, be wrong. Cool. She's done it before, and I think that's the one that she was in. But um, yeah, like yeah, I agree that every everyone that is an American character. <laughs> Uh, seems like a good choice. And then for some reason, they're just doing the whole thing we were just talking about with Arctic Dogs, where they're just putting names that you recognize in the movie doing Russian accents. And I don't know. It, it doesn't sound like Superman to me for some reason. It sound, I mean, he's not supposed to, I guess. He's supposed to be well, weird Soviet how, Superman. But Yeah, but they were still trying to have this like bit of kindness in his voice. Like Jason Isaacs does go pretty in-depth in that little preview about like how he shaped the voice. Yeah, I, I agreed. I agreed with what he said there. It's just a weird, like, to, you know, Superman normally has an American English accent, so he is a British man playing an a normally a normally American character with a Russian accent, and it's just like the trend from the, the middle. Yeah, yeah. With, with the, where's the Kryptonian accent? What the hell? But like, it, it, somehow it loses me in the middle of all that of like sounding like Superman. It's just like, what am I listening for? This is just a. This is just Jason Isaacs doing a, a Russian accent. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, but, I'm hoping that I'm hoping that like in context of the movie, like it feels yeah, fresh. But I don't, I, I don't know. I've always said that the Batman design, where he's just Batman, but with one of those fu- fuzzy hats. <laughs> <laughs> is kind of weird. <laughs> like, why? Why would he still have a Batman helmet it, and that it, hat? <laughs> it makes him look cute. I love it. Yeah. Oh. I want to hug. I want to hug little that teddy bear. Yeah. He the kinda, Batman that's Batman the most murderous. Yeah. Yeah. He kind of smiles in that one screenshot, right? Yeah, yeah. He looks adorable. He's got some undefeated bombs. Do you but like my hat? Speaking of Batman, though, I think uh, we've got a, a a main topic. Yeah. That uh, that we should probably start moving the, into the Batman we, action figures. Yes. Yeah, the so, adventure uh, continues. <coughs> so they're they are doing uh, an adventure continues line of Batman the animated series figures with DC collectibles. Um, it's These all were all characters. designed by Ty Templeton, right? Yeah, yes. it's all it's all characters that never showed up on the show. Designed by Ty Templeton and sculpted by Harding Studios. And Ty um, Templeton is the for those not he's the artist for the Batman Adventures and a bunch of other Gotham DCAU Adventures. He wrote a bunch stuff. of Gotham Adventures but, issues. Yeah, yeah, but uh, so so Paul Dini is writing official bios to go with all of these. Yeah, but we don't have access to those right now. Yeah. Um, so today we're going to speculate and assume <laughs> if they were in continuity, and yeah. assume that they're being written as if they're in continuity. That's what they say. Um, yeah. Allegedly, they're supposed to be written as if this animated series continued, and these characters are folded into the DCAU. So 
let's try to figure that out. I know, I know some of these. I know some of these we have legacies plans for, so I don't know yeah. how how well, hard we want to spoil go into any song, of that. But I won't, I won't yeah, but yeah, let's uh, let let's let's. I would I would say as a blank, I'd say as a blanket like statement is I think the majority of these could easily have the exact same uh, origin as their comic book counterpart uh, because there's not a lot to like discard that from happening because they're all very like uh uh unique characters from some are from yeah. different universes some are from different multiverses some are from you know different like pasts and futures and stuff like that that could easily be like yeah that happened so which and, ones which <clears throat> ones do we think like would be the hardest to fit in i think and let's red just let's just hood. focus on those <laughs> okay. yeah I, th- I think i think red hood for sure yeah, yeah. Maybe Jesus the dark never existed. Maybe the Dark Knight suit. Yeah, I mean that's the, that's one of them uh, that I see as like a multiverse thing. Oh right, that's the this is the armor. That's right. right. But I think that armor. could easily be like a Batman Beyond kind of thing, where like, oh, I also had this armor before I made. The sure, other but one but whatever, we're trying but... to pick out the list of the ones that we're going to explain. <laughs> we're not explaining them yet, James. As I, what are you talking about? I said, I said, I said, let's figure out the ones. <laughs> okay, Red Hood. Like, well, real would be quick, harder to explain. The ones they've announced so far are um, Red Hood, Deathstroke, the Dark Knight suit, and. Um, uh-huh. I'm trying to do them in order. Azrael. Azrael. Azrael, yeah. And yeah. the next batch ended up being uh, the Batman Who Laughs, Vampire Batman from Red Rain, uh, and Hush, Talon. and Talon, and Flashpoint Batman. Yeah. That's so, all yes. of them. Those are the ones oh, we're working De- with. Did you say Deathstroke up I top? I did say Deathstroke. Okay. okay. So I think I think the hardest ones to, uh, to, to add in right now would be Red Hood, mm-hmm. the Dark Knight suit, um... These I'm talking one ones that we can't use their comics. Let's go one um, by one. Yeah, sure. Okay. So let's sure. start with Red Hood because it's the hardest one, I think. Uh, you can't do it traditionally, I don't think, because we've spec we've done many topics on this already. Uh, either Vanishing Point or we've talked about it in like the Titans video and stuff like that. That R- Jason Todd. There's no time for him, really. Like, there's, like, a year maximum or something like that that he could possibly be in and out during. Um, But there's not, like... I don't know. It doesn't really seem to work with his traditional um, origin. Yeah, and same thing kind of with, like, the Rachel Ghoul stuff is, like, he's he seems to have been behind the resurrection of Jason Todd and coming back as Red Hood and stuff like that. So I feel like if you if the Red Hood character was not Jason Todd, you could have could be him, Tim Drake post his yeah, transformation yeah, as the Joker. Yeah, that would be kind of cool. Um, or just, yeah, a completely separate entity of some kind. Um, he just, like, you know, maybe shows up and maybe there's some sort of story where Batman thinks that it's Tim or some previous person he interacted with because they show signs, kind of like Red X. <laughs> they show signs of like, oh, they know who I am. They know how I do things. But you can't do the Under the Red Hood story like line for line. There's also not the a... So the Red Hood in the DCAU was only in the Batman Adventures yeah, comics yeah, yeah. and not yeah. the Joker. Obviously. <clears throat> so right. hold on, though. But what if, <coughs> what if he works in that one year? <laughs> he could. And, he could. And Raish revived him 
and it, he's part of the near apocalypse. <laughs> so basically, you are just making, just shoving the actual origin into. Yeah, the just just yeah. shove it in. You know, we've got Tim Drake's already similar to to Jason Todd, and it wasn't on purpose. So I mean, why not? Well, give so Jason the Jason Todd, Todd figure that we're talking about, he does come like he you can unmask him and see mm-hmm. his actual face, and he has kind of like sunken eyes, and he's got like a little wispy rogue X Men rogue uh, white little bit in his hair. Uh, which would insinuate that he has the the um, Lazarus Pit resurrection going on, just like he does any other time. Because Rage has that little thing too. He's got the little white, well, yeah, yeah, white streaks. Yeah. It's like Rage had it going on. Bruce yeah. had it going on. And Rage has those sunken eyes also. So, mm. so I do, I do, I do think that there's also another possibility that he could be like, say, after Batman retires, he's just somebody who's like, hey, fucking. <clears throat> gotham's been left to like rot where the fuck is batman at yeah and they could easily make that be a guy named jason todd like he doesn't like they've already messed with other people's origins so much um kyle rayner and supergirl and all that stuff like and even tim drake is sort of a jason todd combo so you could just do yeah yeah you do whatever you want (laughs) but uh yeah i don't know it'd be cool to see him uh that what maddie said was a little bit of a legacies idea that i won't delve into but um it would be cool to see him post batman retiring Mm -hmm. um but you know we'll see (laughs) oh you want to talk about hush next oh yeah that's what i meant (laughs) i mean this is the old this is pretty naturally with the like traditional hush like tommy elliott version from the comics Right. Yeah, this I mean, is well, one so, that I think could very think, easily have the same origin as he does. Yeah, I think for the purposes of the DCAU, um, like it would kind of be weird that we know absolutely nothing about Tommy Elliot. Sure. And then all of a sudden, like he's a, a, a big deal. I, mean, uh, I feel so. I feel. I feel like in the maybe, we didn't know anything about him. Then suddenly he's a character. <laughs> sure, I guess. But I feel like I feel like to make it work naturally with uh, with like the the Batman stuff, maybe some of it would need to be set during the Lost Years. Uh, <clears throat> sure. Just I think like flashback sequences to be like, hey, this is why we were good friends, and now here we are after the time of Justice League, to be like, oh, now you're a you're a villain. Yeah. I think it makes it more poignant for him to be like a childhood friend of Bruce's or something. I think the the actual childhood of Bruce is a time period we haven't seen enough to, for it to be weird. Like if it was how it is in in the Hush comic where like they were friends also during Bruce's like college years and that kind of time of his life, that might be a little hard to believe just cuz we've seen the Phantasm flashbacks in that era a bunch. Right. Um and we never saw him. But that doesn't necessarily mean he wasn't around. I, I think that it would be better to probably make it like a, you know, we were we were like best friends and then my parents died and like I had to stay locked up in the Wayne Manor so much and I never saw him again. And then when he pops back up, like, oh my God, my best friend from childhood. Mm-hmm. What? You're hush? Oh my God, no. Yeah. <laughs> I'd much rather have there. him be hushed than uh, the villain who was... The re- to... Hey, yeah. oh, I'm sure <laughs> not I said it. the really cool guy <laughs> that, <laughs> in the movie. The, the villain, um, yeah, it's not Tommy Elliot in the, the recent yeah. adaptation, but... Even though he is in the movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but what's what's great about tommy is he's jealous of bruce wayne um to the point where tommy kills his own parents 
and like he's basically yeah. trying to have like he's jealous of Bruce, and that's the driving force behind Hush. He wants to take everything that Bruce is, and yeah, which also sort of leads into Talon because I think that's a very similar character in terms of like how you would fit them into the DCAU. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has a so that like the Court of Owls again another like they weren't a thing until they were a thing like they were yeah. just sudden suddenly revealed to you um, well, but I it think, has a I very think, <clears throat> I think Court of Owls that works a lot better with because they are by like definition a shadow society right, right. yeah yeah we and can I, like, have I really like characters be revealed to be part of the court like, yeah, yeah oh for sure yeah I don't know I was just thinking like Hamilton Hill. It's like a yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> He's so bumbling, but he, he was. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, was I, don't, I don't think I don't think he would work, or else they wouldn't have named the high school after him, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah unless they never unless found they out. Never found out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the Court of Owls being like a deep-seated, like they've been around way before Batman uh, in Gotham City. Uh, it makes a lot of sense. I think. I think it would work really well in the DCAU because there's we don't get a lot of. Gotham history prior to Bruce Wayne's parents dying. Um, And so I think there's a lot to play around with in that time. And again, it could be a similar thing to, I don't think maybe doing both talent, like the talents and hush would be like too much. Like if you did like, you know, two movies, two Batman, the animated series style movies and one was hush and one was, but what if, they were, what if they were together? What if Tommy was on the Court of Owls? Why are you so far away from your microphone now? I God. Been, I don't know. But yeah, I mean... <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, no, that could, that could Tommy and combine them. Yeah. That would make sense. Yeah. Um, talents are... So talents are interesting because they are also the... Um, you know, the talents themselves, like the action figure, they are the, like, um, mercenaries for the Court of Owls. And there's, like, a long lineage of talents. They're all basically, like, zombies controlled by the court. Um, they're controlled by, like, an implant in their teeth. Yeah. Um, one of them being Dick Grayson's ancestors were part right. of the talents. Mm-hmm. And we learn later that Dick actually, like, could potentially have turned into a talent because he had that same uh, implant. Mm. But... Hmm. There was um yeah so that's something that could work pretty well because it's another area of the DC maybe that's that where Nightwing went too much yeah yeah there <laughs> that's is. where he's been this whole time now did you guys <clears> notice <throat> that uh that that on the more recent uh Comic Con um like reveal where when Hush and Flashpoint re- were revealed the talent on there says Talon V two yes mm-hmm. I did notice that. I wonder if the first one, because there was a Talon <coughs> character during the early days of the New 52. His name was mm-hmm. Calvin Rose, and he was kind of like a Batman Beyond type character, just in the idea that he was a young man who answered to like an older man who just was like at the computer screens <laughs> telling him what to do in an earpiece. And that <coughs> old man was one of the grandmasters in the Court of Owls. Mm-hmm. So it was like, um, but this Talon was, was kind of a hero. Was Court of Owls... Mm-hmm. The, like start of New Fifty Two or was it pre yes, New Fifty Two? It was started okay. New Fifty Two. I think that was one of the first com like Batman comic ser- like stories that yeah. I read. That was Batman uh, number one at, to twelve. So yeah, I don't, I don't at your at your advice, Ted. I, it's a good one. I, I don't think I don't think that uh I don't think that the V two was about uh the characters specifically. Um because I just looked it up. The original reveal, um was just artwork of Batman Who Laughs, Talon, and Vampire Batman. And the designs are different hmm. from Talon to Talon. So I'm wondering oh. if 
I'm wondering if we're getting two different Talon figures, or <laughs> if it's uh, if if it's just V2, as in we updated the design. We're probably we moved, just a yeah. design update, yeah. <clears throat> the but, the first one looks a lot nicer. Hold on, let me <laughs> let me send well, you guys like yeah. The, while you're the, doing the that, different. I'm thinking of specifically. I think the Talon outfit. Uh, I know obviously, like Ty Templeton is translating these to the more streamlined, like, new Batman Adventures kind of looking style. But I think uh, the Talon outfit specifically is just covered in straps and pouches and, you know, just all sorts of details. Yeah, there's just details upon details every inch of the suit. And it would be kind of hard. I feel like you'd have to give it an overhaul, much like the Society of Shadows guys where they're just kind of like black spider-man looking ninja dudes <laughs> they're less of like like you can keep the mask design and then the rest would kind of need to just be oh i see these differences now yeah this is a lot they're a lot different um but yeah well it's kind of what i'm saying them, first, James. okay so this first talent he's got like some gears on his belt he's got straps everywhere he's got buttons everywhere he's got all sorts of lines and details the second talent is a lot more stripped down. Um, he's got like a he sash across. He kind of looks like he's wearing the. He looks like he's wearing the, the Black cult Panther of the suit. cat. Well, yeah, yeah. They're also um, um, one is a three quarters turn and the other is a front turn. True. Yes, I noticed I, that. I think you could potentially say this is two different figures we're getting because isn't nah. there like there's nah. well, but, okay, but listen, dude. Nah. There's <laughs> there's the talons. That there, yeah. every talent, every talent yeah. has like a different design. Wow. Yes, <laughs> yeah, we're getting a talent two pack. <laughs> yeah, anyway. talent two for one. <clears throat> anyway, what other uh, flashpoint yeah, Batman? Let's move on from town. That, that's another, that's one I think can just be. I mean, yeah, there's it, the flashpoint. It can literally universe. just be yeah. the same, it's like, same, um, same difference in the current Batman comics, City of Bane. Flashpoint Batman is working with Bane to take yeah. over Gotham and. That uh, the last issue just came out today. I haven't read it yet, though. Um, Me either. I think I, need I to think uh, pick up my books. Flashpoint Batman's origin is one of the most interesting comic book character. Like, I really like spins on Batman that are, you know, barely different. Like, oh, what if he was? I can't even think of one right now. <laughs> but, a gorilla yeah, lived yeah. in a city with <laughs> gaslight. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just stuff that's like he's in a different time period, or he's. I like that kind of stuff, but I really like it when they, you know, one very specific thing is different about when the Waynes died. Um, like, because there's this guy, but there's also like the more recent. There's the Grim Knight, uh, where mm-hmm. we're the where Bruce takes the gun. Bruce, yeah, but Bruce kills Joe Chill with the gun. Stuff like that, where it's like whoa i'd never thought of it that way that'd be really cool to see and Where yeah this fights one being... back and becomes a green lantern in the right uh, yeah green metal <laughs> yeah and thomas wayne becoming batman instead is really interesting to me he's got a really cool suit um yeah i, I like it a lot i think they could just bear, he uses bear a gun you know who else has a really cool suit Azrael. deathstroke Ooh, yeah that's true <laughs> I'm really, I'm really interested in this one because uh, I feel like this puts the nail in the coffin for the Teen Titans is not canon. 
Uh-huh. Um, yes. Yeah. So, you know, we need to we need to release our third video. <laughs> yeah. Topic. And then that um, guy can comment and say, nothing that you said in this video goes against my giant list of things that definitely aren't true. Slave. But, uh, yeah, so... so so um, we did kind of get a DCAU tangential uh, version of Deathstroke in Crisis on Two Earths. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Slade Wilson was the president of the alternate universe. Yeah. Um, I suppose that you could bring Deathstroke to the DCAU by saying he was from an alternate universe, but I don't think that there's a reason to do that. And <laughs> nope, I don't yeah. think there's a reason for an alternate universe president to become a mercenary especially not the boring one Um, yeah (laughs) i i I, it's deathstroke you could probably give him the same basic backstory as he always had vietnam uh war hero who becomes a government experimentation captain america style super soldier mercenary i mean we're we're bringing deathstroke into legacies and not giving him a not not treating him like a character like how the hell does Slade exist? He's just there like he's yeah. just a character. And then so. he beats the crap out of the Justice League. He sure Spoiler. does. Spoiler. Um, yeah, and I I think it was interesting how my design my final design for him and this one for the figure are pretty close. Um, I think it's 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 kind of one of those things when we were talking to Chris Jones at Comic Con about like him designing Booster Gold and then. Just like Unlimited design for Booster Gold wound up being almost identical because there are some characters that you can't really mess up when you're turning them into cartoon versions. They're just yeah the best aspects of them. I, I know I embellished it a little bit, but I like my design a lot. <laughs> and you'll yeah. see when we get to that. But yeah. Yeah, he could work easily. Asriel, uh, yeah. This is the Batman version of Azrael. Yeah, yeah, so I don't, I, I, I don't. This know is much the character I'm least familiar with this. on this list. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I read Nightfall. So Ted can do it. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm this cool. Is, I mean, essentially, it's the story where Bane breaks Batman's back, and so Batman has to recover. So he, Bruce, stops being Batman. He goes to heal, um, goes to physical therapy and whatnot. While he's healing, he calls on um, Jean Paul Valley, who has been operating as Azrael, who's like part of um, the Court of Saint Dumas. Um, sure. <laughs> and they're like a sort of <clears throat> medieval knights that um, are protecting Gotham <coughs> and whatnot. So he's a bit of an ally, um, but he is like Azrael's convinced that he's hearing like um, religious spirits, like yeah. God is telling him, you know, what to do, and like the stuff he's doing is righteous and stuff, and ends up um, sort of eventually, like even though he starts having batman's blessing to be the new batman this like between his sort of like madness he kind of goes overboard starts getting just super violent with the criminals to the point where batman has to by the time he's ready to come back to gotham he has to come back to take azrael down um because he's out of control so that's kind of how that goes which so this yeah figure is modeled after azrael's batman Costume. Right, from the time where he was operating under Bruce, Bruce's blessing, but yeah. you know, after a while, it got I'm, out, out of I'm interested. I'm interested in uh, what Paul Dini is actually going to write on that one because yeah. I know when they when they brought Bane into the animated series, like they specifically said, "No, the breaking Batman's back thing is stupid." Yeah, they even <laughs> they did, did that in the episode where he's about to do it and he just pulls the plug off. Right. The, uh, 
his yeah, yeah. So I mean, I'm I'm <clears throat> interested to see what their actual explanation is to still kind of work their way around that. I think uh, this is the easiest one to fit into our thoughts on like. When Batman goes away and there's 20 years without Batman, who's going to try to take over as yeah. Batman? Right. He's he. It, that's the, I think this is the most fluid one that fits into that because that's already exactly who he's supposed to be. So. I guess we can kind of say we have a bit of a reign of yeah. Superman type story for <laughs> legacies set after Bruce retires, where there are people who want to take on the mantle of the Bat. Yeah, but I think the the suit looks really cool on this figure. It's the most like cartoon dcau looking rendition i had a batman the animated series figure as a kid that was asriel he had like a clip-on big gold spiky uh you know back cape thing like asriel do uh and i didn't realize what i had at the time i was just like oh cool spiky weird red and gold batman (laughs) like i don't know what this is but yeah um but yeah i've always liked that design Really awesome take on Azrael in the current Batman Curse of the White Knight book. And it's like, it's a um, bit of an origin story for Azrael. So if you are familiar, unfamiliar with Azrael, it's a great jumping in point yeah. for that character. Well, anyway, the reason I was trying <laughs> yeah. to get us to just pick a few of them that would have been uh, the more difficult ones to get through is because we've already been doing this for two hours and we still yeah have it's a the jumbo final episode dude it is it's a oversized one i guess yeah who cares well, let's t- i got uh 88 hours and 57 minutes of hard drive space left let's keep going okay i mean we'll wrap this up soon <laughs> you remember what happened when my computer uh was trying to record stuff with uh with name redacted uh, uh-huh. The other night, so I mean, I'm just trying to say my <laughs> stuff might crash if we. Uh, if okay. we Let's keep speed up here. We'll do quick. Uh, comic relief can be real quick. Yeah. Well, so we still we, we still say, got yeah we, we still only got, got three left. So let's just we got yeah. Uh, the Dark Knight suits one that um that I wanted to touch on because obviously we've already seen uh like what Bruce is doing in the future. Um, he does have a mech suit at one point, but it doesn't look like this. Um, it could easily have been some kind of a prototype for that, though. I think that I I think the idea for this that I like the most is like so we see in the Legends of the Dark Knight episode we see the Dark Knight Returns version mm-hmm. of Batman and Carrie the Carrie girl's mind uh, where she's Robin just like the comic. And I think that you could do kind of a twist on it like they've done with Flashpoint Batman where, you know, that you thought that was an erased timeline or a timeline that never really existed or whatever. But then it turns out it's actually one of the 52, like, worlds or it's kind of a hidden multiverse world or whatever. Like, oh, this they, these people actually continued to exist <laughs> after we left. And so I yeah, think that maybe you could cool. say that, that those two versions of Batman that we saw in that episode do exist in the dcau multiverse i think you could say that that 60s style batman is essentially the brave and the bold batman who we already know is in the same multiverse (laughs) as dcau Mm -hmm. batman so therefore and also the dark knight returns batman is in that uh same episode so i think that you could easily and so is vampire batman toss it in there yeah yeah which we'll get to Uh, which we can also just cross off the list and say that that's what it is (laughs) but he's in the justice league suit which looks really cool there was also there was Uh, also the the nocturna story yes uh, right yeah that was which ted is talking about in the justice league dark video yeah yeah um and there's also with the vampire batman i was thinking about the um there's like a image that 
I think it was a commission at a Comic Con or something that Bruce Tim did of Batman fighting Dracula, uh, where it's very bloody. He's stabbing him through the chest with a stake and stuff like that. Uh, that that kind of thing wasn't really like Vampire Batman wouldn't really work on Batman the Animated Series in the time that it came out. But I think you could do kind of a and they did the the Batman versus Dracula right. movie. I think that you could do a very similar Batman the Animated Series style movie with Batman fighting vampire batman or batman turning into a vampire or something along that line um Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, absolutely and then the last one batman who laughs so another multiverse which you just did graphic content on yeah it's all coming together no way to do batman who laughs without it being a multiverse figure yeah that's his whole thing unless unless he's a joker's but you know, well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, one of the jokers. I, but, the, the the suit design you could toss in right. as a reference, but I yeah, I think him having him the character, and I get I I also think that if you were to do it as a, I think that the whole metal concept is probably too high concept for the DCAU potentially Not necessarily, but. but that i mean you would have to really do like a you couldn't do it in like one standalone movie i think it would have to be like a whole season of the show or something like that is right. dedicated to this you gotta but, learn barbados maybe like see yeah. back in ancient times with the tribe of the yeah Bat exactly stuff, there's yeah. a lot of stuff going on yeah. so but i think that that those those anti-batmen are really cool uh, characters, especially if you did them in the DCAU versions, where you just see like a whole, you see a universe, you know, the dark multiverse, but you're there with the DCAU Justice Leaguers mm-hmm. that we recognize, uh, would be really cool. Yeah. Especially that Earth negative twelve thing. What I love about we'll the about. the figures they designed it was sort of the hunchback that Joker has yeah. in in mm-hmm. the show, but but this like <clears throat> the character himself is Bruce Wayne. It's yeah, Bruce Wayne <laughs> who's infected by the Joker. <clears throat> It's yeah. not a Joker who's Batman. So. It's right. Batman who's Joker. Well, who laughs? Um, do we want to do... Let's do comic relief in everyone's trash and then bring it back around to that last Yeah, that's topic. fine. That sounds good. Because uh, that makes more sense. Uh, which should we, just which do, we should say we're, the last just topic... Do, does, everyone does one. Us. Huh? Everybody yeah. gets the, 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 two. Everybody the, the thing gets we're gonna, shut three. Shut up, Ted. Oh, my God. Everybody gets one. Okay, we're trying to. This is why we're breaking up the podcast. <laughs> at, the end, yeah. at the end, we're going to talk about uh, pseudo future plans for the podcast. So stick around. Now, comic relief time. Uh, Ted, uh, should we just do one per person <laughs> on comic relief? That's fine. With tell me, people yeah. to stick around at the two-hour mark. Ah, yeah. Hold on. My 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 headphones fell out. God. Oh my god. Damn it. Well. Whoa. Well, well. Okay. We're really good at things. There we go. Yeah, we're cool. <laughs> right. We're cool. So, comic relief. Who's, who's I'll go last. Play? I'll go last. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, I read stuff all the time. I, I actually didn't pinpoint something. Um, today, I read yes. I read Justice League number 35, which is the latest issue. Came oh, in. I, 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 I know. haven't picked up my books yet. I know. Oh, so, no. I, I can't like... Okay. Well, what I'll say, it was it was a good issue. Um, the Justice Doom War is coming to a head. It's getting really interesting. It's coming to a close, too, because uh, Snyder is off the book on issue number 39. And he, oh. um, he and Greg Capullo have said that they are coming back to do a sequel to Metal next year. Ooh. So it's probably going to be like a crisis book or something. Metals. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but but that it, it seems to me like the Justice League book is going to lead into whatever this Metal sequel is. Um, mm-hmm. so, so yeah, he's almost done with this storyline. Um, it's really cool. There were a few books today that, um, that 
like what I thought was really really awesome was the covers had these sort of like um I don't know if the texture was, but they were like half clear. So you saw a cover, but then you turned the cover and behind it was a second cover that was oh. half hidden by part of the first cover. So, so like one of those medical books in elementary school. Yeah, with like a weird clear. Yes, exactly, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Um, that's a great explanation. So like there were two. I got two today. Um, the Justice League one had the Legion of Doom on the cover, but then you flip the cover over and behind them is Perpetua. And Ooh. then I got um, the City of Bane issue has Bane on the cover, just like standing in some rubble. But then you flip it over and the rubble disappears and it's being being controlled as a puppet by flashpoint batman mm. yeah, cool. yeah so those were pretty cool covers i'm currently about eight months behind on the justice league comic but i'm catching up <laughs> there was surely. a lot of uh i don't want to spoil anything but a lot of commandy a lot of okay. j Multiverse, justice yeah. Le- justice legion a Ooh. and justice society of america I'm a fan of the Justice Legion. I like their designs yeah, a lot. They're pretty cool. Alright. That's all I'll I'm, say. Uh, I'm planning on, I'm planning on picking up my books tomorrow. I uh I've been apartment hunting. Are you gonna get Green Lantern Dark Stars? It's a three issue miniseries, or are you dropping Graham Morrison's Green Lantern? I I'm I it, it doesn't do anything for me. <laughs> he's in the but... second act. Third act's gonna get crazy. You gotta stick it through with Morrison. He's a he's a long game guy. Yeah. But, uh... <laughs> he's got that bald head, you can't trust him. I don't trust so, him. He's a witness. He's a, he's a, he's a, anyway, he's a chaos magician. Anyway, this yeah. week, um, well, I didn't read it, but I skimmed through it. I've read it before. Um, the Justice League Gods and Monsters prequel. Um, yes. I'm writing a Vanishing Point episode uh, timelining that universe um, because there's more than just the movie. There were uh, six issues worth of comic and like three uh, shorts that go along with it. And the it's a it's a really it's a really fascinating book. Um, our patron Trent. I was just gonna uh, mention, yeah. Sent both James and myself and not Ted a, uh, <laughs> a copy of the uh, of the book a hard 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 cover. Yeah, of all is the people trade? to not send comics is it to, because <laughs> I'm not sending out the comics that people on my show win. <laughs> Are you not? Know. You're supposed to be. <laughs> Well, they don't. Email. They don't respond to you. Yeah, <laughs> I don't have the official Watchtower YouTube channel. But uh, but yeah. So <laughs> the the first the first three issues are origin stories for you know Wonder Woman, Superman, Batman, uh, in this universe, and then the um the last three issues are a prequel to the movie. That kind of sets up the Justice League as an entity, introduces them to Lex Luthor and Steve Trevor and uh, Amanda Waller. Amanda Waller, yeah, yeah and it, it it brings in it brings in the Forever People, cool, um, which is are they're kind of like built through splicing, uh, kind of Ooh, rather than so like Big Bear is a bear. Um, <laughs> No, not exactly. Viking is a Viking. <laughs> it, it's, beautiful it's dreamer like, is a beautiful dreamer. A dreamer. Yeah. It's, essentially, essentially, it's it's rich people just getting genetic yeah. uh, enhancements that because like they're afraid to die. This universe has always reminded people. me of that Stan Lee thing where he's like, take the names and make a character out of it. Just imagine you know I mean? Stan Lee's yeah, yeah. DC. Yeah. They're collecting yeah, so, that again. Actually, I read that the other day. 
Ooh. So that uh that 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 last three issues uh essentially kind of ties together um the in between of the origin issues and the movie itself. The really fun thing about these though is that uh Bruce Tim is typically a person who says comics aren't canon to what's on screen, but Bruce Tim wrote these along with JMD Mateus who we talked about earlier. Um, he's also known for like writing uh, the Justice League Dark movie. Uh, I think he did what a lot of Justice he League International. He wrote the International. Death, the Death Short that was on uh, the yeah. Bloodlines. Yeah. Oh God, that was gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, we didn't talk about that at all. But <laughs> we should. It have. was real pretty. Is good. We should have. But yeah, it, it's a uh, it's it's a lot of fun. I highly recommend it. Um, I think it's on DC Universe, but the movie's not. Right. <laughs> yeah. Really that's weird. True. Um, yeah, no, I I, had, I read those Gods and Monsters comics when they came out, uh, 2015 or whatever, on Comixology, I think. Uh, but I'm really happy to have the physical versions. It's the 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 whole Gods and Monsters franchise is like weirdly spread out. It, yeah, but it's weirdly spread out between different mediums and different locations where you can find yeah. the stuff. It's it's so hard to. It's such a recent thing. And it's so difficult to. <laughs> you can more easily find like rare Batman the animated series comics than you can <laughs> Justice League Gods and Monsters. So. Uh yeah, I don't know. It's cool to have those them. shorts just straight up disappeared because Machinima's destroyed. Right, right. Yeah. Currently on World's Finest, um, you can watch them over there. But anyway, uh, I I'm just gonna skip and I'm just gonna say <laughs> this isn't like comic book related, but I uh, I've been watching the Die Hard movies. Nice. Um, with my friend Joe. Joe played the pajamas Batman at the end of the Mystery of the Batwoman timeline video. Uh. He also wrote half of the trivia questions in the Batman Gotham Under Siege videos for the handful of people that watch those. Um, but anyway, so <laughs> Joe likes to do this game with me where, where when we're watching any movie together, he will IMDB each actor and try to find Justice League voices that they did or Batman <laughs> voices and like quiz me on like, okay, who was this guy and what character and what episode and whatever. Ooh, and wow. usually I can get it. Uh, he threw a couple of curveballs at me uh, this time. <laughs> uh, so so we watched so we watched Die Hard a few days ago. So tonight we watched Die Hard Two, um, who which it was not nearly as good <laughs> as the first. I like Die, Die Hard. Hard Three a lot. Yeah, yeah, that's a, I we haven't gotten to it yet, but I've seen it before. Um, it's Jeremy definitely Irons. better than the second one. Ozzy but Mendes. so yeah, yeah, Scar. So I'm sure there will be more uh, Justice League voices to pick out of that one. But so in Die Hard Two. Uh, there's a police officer who is played by Robert Costanzo, who is the voice of Detective Harvey Bullock. Um, and he's also uh, Titus Sweet on the Zeta Project, <laughs> who is the like Brothers Day leader or whatever. So we got so we got Robert Costanzo in there. Um, there was also uh, there's a reporter uh, who is, was in both Die Hard movies so far. Um, who I recognized his face a little bit, so I asked Joe to look up him specifically to see who he was on Justice League, and it turns out he played Doctor Destiny uh, in Justice oh, League, wow. and uh, which well, that one was like Joe saying, uh, "Oh, he, he was in one episode of Justice League," and I was like, "Okay, that doesn't help me." Uh, and he looked up the character's name and said, uh, "He was a supervillain. He debuted." In Justice League of America, Volume 1, Number 5, in, you know, 1960-whatever. <laughs> and I was like, okay, that narrows it down, because I was thinking maybe, like, okay, so that's, like, 
could be like a Mezo or Despero or something like that. And then as soon as he said, oh, he plays, he's credited as the character and then also the character's secret identity. And I was like, out of all these people, John D is the only one <laughs> that I can think of. So, and it turned out to be him. Nice. So that was cool. The the third and final connection to the DCAU is a little more vague. Uh, but so there's a guy in the movie who's kind of like a CIA agent dude. And he's played by actor Fred Thompson, who became a senator eventually and worked alongside Hillary Clinton in the war against violent video games uh, <laughs> after the Columbine massacre. Oh, wow. So he is indirectly responsible for the Return of the Joker censored version. <laughs> so I thought that was an interesting connection also, well, along tied, alongside these other two guys. So wow. that's my that's my comic relief is Die Hard 2. Nice. And it's <laughs> I, hope, I hope to uh, continue to find DCAU connections in the Die Hard movies. <laughs> Well, I'm sure you will. Is it is it time <laughs> to move to everyone's trash? Let's yeah, get dirty. I want. I have a handful on my phone that I want to do first because I think some of them are in this list, but I think some of them aren't. So we can do those and cross off the ones that uh, turns out that you also had or whatever. Um, so the first one that I have in here is uh, from Jake Johnson, uh, who, when I took the screenshot, it was before Halloween, so his name was Jake Jack-O-Lantern. Uh, <laughs> this is <laughs> at DCAU Watchtower. Are we going to get a Willet Cannon for the CW Crisis crossover? We should. Okay, yeah. we, we had someone else ask that one as well. Okay. Um, that wasn't Jake. Uh, Andy Moo. He, he phrased it. Can Kevin Conroy's upcoming appearance in Crisis on Infinite Earths be connected to the DCAU, or will that be saved for a future Willet Cannon episode? I mean, it would definitely have to be after we see it. No idea. <laughs> no way to tell we'll until then. have to then. watch it first. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, mean, I don't plan on doing a Willet Cannon on CW stuff because I'd have to do it on, like, the entire Arrowverse, I think, which I'm not planning to go back in, like, timeline or rewatch or anything. I don't I think you gotta do that. I don't think you'd have to do that, um, just because it's a it's a different multiverse on the, or a different universe. Okay, I guess you could that, just will it canon the Kevin Conroy stuff yes. or yeah. anything that's connected so, so to it, but... Right now, my theory is that Kevin Conroy is a continuation of the Tim Burton Batman, which sure. explains the Michael Keaton um newspaper easter egg yeah, that yeah. we've seen floating around i don't at think the same, so at this at the same time though i also think that he is the kingdom come batman yeah uh, i think they're separate uh, they they might be but I, I i think ever since um there was a superman name drop in one of the schumacher films there's been like uh fan theorying that maybe uh the Christopher Reeves Superman movies take place right. in the Burton verse, and I think with, uh, with <clears throat> Superman Returns having kind of pulled them forward in the timeline a bit, uh, oh, it, it it kind of it kind of puts them you know concurrent to each other, and would uh, would make a lot of sense for them to be you know around the same age. It's possible. Uh, it's possible. So yeah, I I think yeah talk. I mean maybe not an entire like Willet Cannon video like show episode but definitely like a video about kevin conroy's appearance would be fun to do and how it might can, might or might not connect to the dcau um but because yeah. the uh, um the newspaper clipping of of uh, michael keaton is about marrying selena kyle i think that's yeah. gonna have more tied to the birds of prey universe 
Yeah, potentially. Well, if that's also <laughs> Burton first, I don't know. Yeah, uh, we'll see. Okay, uh, this I thought for some reason we'd done this last time, but I'm seeing that I have it right now, so we didn't. Uh, Maxi Sona, who did our uh, Watchtower Database Exposed video, uh, <laughs> he's also a patron. What's your opinion on wearing socks to sleep? Hate Don't em. do it. Bad. I had a yeah. I had a, a conversation with a girl on a uh, what do you call it? Um, Omegle. Uh, Tinder. <laughs> 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 I forgot what it was. But we're wait, just... it was, is, did you say it's Tinder or Tether? Yes, I did. <laughs> it's um, Tedder when he's on I it. did say that. So we were Tedder talking about socks, <laughs> and uh, I I should put it in my profile that I avoid socks at all costs. At all? <laughs> at all costs as much as possible through the year until it gets cold and I have to wear shoes and put socks on. But I will I will straight up wear flip-flops and chacos the entire rest of the year and avoid socks if I can. Socks in bed are definitely like constricting and too warm and weird and I don't know. Socks <laughs> in life I, are weird. I, I don't I don't like wearing clothes to bed at all. Clothes Correct. in general are weird. Yeah. That's we should true. all just we be naked be and have naked. those crystals around our necks. I do this show with no pants. Time. Oh, makes sense. Yeah. Uh, Nue52, <laughs> which I think is, yeah, Nue52, he changed his name to that because Maddie said that it sounded cool last podcast. Mm. Um, Maddie's SCU, the Slasher Cinematic Universe, uh, video was awesome. I'm fully on board expanding your content to other nerdy stuff, as I'm sure everyone else is. I'm asking as someone who doesn't watch too many horror movies, which would be a good jumping off point. Just don't even start if you want to jump off. <laughs> this is a horror else? movie. So, okay. So... Yeah, Maddie, go for it. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so I am huge into slasher movies more so than other kind of horror movies. So I'm going to try to stick in that realm more than anything. Um, my 100% top... Oh, hold on. Is it... Is it... I'm hearing two of me again. Is it... Am I... You sound okay. Okay. That was weird. <laughs> anyway, my 100% Spooky. top... Spooky! <laughs> my 100% top yes. recommendation would be the Evil Dead trilogy. Right. Um, they do get confusing because they didn't have rights to their own movies whenever they made the sequels. So yeah. they put in stuff <clears throat> that doesn't really match up like one for one uh, in each movie. But Evil Dead, Evil Dead 2, Army of Darkness are all iconic in their own rights. Yeah. Um, the Nightmare on Elm Street series, there's there's not a bad movie with Freddy Krueger in it. I, or I saw for the first time the remake with um, Katie Cassidy from Arrow. I saw that yeah. when it came out, yeah. Nice. <laughs> I, I watched it like two days ago. It's, it's, it was great. That's... Yeah, so so the remake the remake is a lot darker and takes away a lot of the levity of Freddy Krueger. Right. Mm. Um, but I still enjoy it as a separate entity. Um, but the original series is fantastic. Uh, Wes Craven's New Nightmare is fantastic. Freddy vs. Jason is fantastic. Um, the Chucky movies more often than not have a lot of uh, have a, a a lot of hits. There's like one miss in there real quick i Um, heard that elijah wood is debating producing his own nightmare on elm street movie i saw that in the news today oh i would be (laughs) so on board i would be so on board um but yeah so so more than more than anything more than anything the slasher films where the main character has a personality are going to be the ones that are going to be a lot of fun to watch um so that's your evil deads or your nightmares on elm street your chucky movies um 
the Halloween and the Friday the 13th films, like, they very much all skew on what people think of them. Um, it's pretty, it's pretty commonly accepted. The first of both franchises are good, and after that, no one can really, uh, agree. It gets pretty messy, but I, I, I was gonna say, from my, yeah, well, from my, hey, messy blood, from my perspective of all this, um, I've always been a lot more of a, like, sci-fi horror fan than a slasher fan, so, like, Alien and Terminator and that kind of thing, but I think that the, uh, the video that you did the vanishing point on all this while editing it, it was like, Oh, you know, I've never seen most of these. I would like to give them a shot, especially the, I think the, uh, Jason movies and the Halloween movies. Um, um as far uh, as, yeah. as far as, yeah, going, going back to that video. Um, I think the newer, vi- the newer movies in that video need a fair shake. Um, behind the mask, the rise of Leslie Vernon is right. A, you sent that to me. To yeah. Put in. So, it's a it's a mockumentary um based in like oh if these slashers were real and so it's a it's a film crew following a slasher which um, i think to, i would enjoy better knowing the references by seeing the other movies but yeah i mean maybe. i mean i mean there's there's not, there's not like a whole lot of references that they don't hinge the plot on the references right but it does it does like kind of follow the tropes so if you've seen some movies in this genre before you'll kind of catch on um hatchet also follows the tropes but they kind of play it more seriously so it's a it's it's really fun they go over the top with all of the kills um and it's just a a bloody mess and it's a beautiful thing to behold (laughs) um <clears throat> the the director who did the Hatchet series also did this one-off movie called Frozen. <coughs> Frozen. Um, Sorry, I coughed over it. Frozen, the Disney movie Frozen. Yes. No, not the Disney movie. <laughs> They're no, singing on a ski was, lift. Oh, Frozen 2 is coming out soon. Go see it in theaters November something. <laughs> this this was this was this was uh, a movie uh came out in 2010. Uh, one of the main characters is played by Iceman from X2. Um, <laughs> of course. And it's a snow movie. It is. The whole the whole thing is based on being stuck on a ski lift. Yeah. And is this in the Snow Dogs, Arctic Dogs cinematic universe? <laughs> I wish. I wish. But going, in, going into it, knowing it was just all going to be just them stuck on a ski lift, I wasn't expecting much. And... We've been watching horror movies for like 40 days now, like every night. <laughs> and this is the one that like really fucking got to me. Mm. Like it it is it's it's absolutely Is it more terrifying. psychological Do you like to ski? because Say what? Do you ski? Do I ski? No, I I, I have never skied. You'll never ski again. Exactly. <laughs> but uh Can I but, play the piano yeah, it's, anymore? <laughs> it's uh it's it it's it's there's definitely a lot of psychological stuff to it. Um, and it's like, they have these like really like terrifying moments and then they pull back and they do these really like small intimate character moments and it's, it's, you really end up feeling for these people and the pain that they're going through and it makes it that much fucking harder to watch. Um, so yeah, so my main, my main, um... I would, I would say watch the watch the the Evil Dead movies, watch the Nightmare on Elm Street movies, watch most of the Chucky movies, Leslie Vernon, the Hatchet movies, Frozen, and 
Friday the 13th and Halloween are a mixed bag. <laughs> I'm sorry, this doesn't really narrow down the list. <laughs> so what? Um, so you're saying Evil Dead is the ones that you would definitely start with? Yeah, yeah those are good. Um, short, sh- here, short list. Let, let me just do five. Um, first okay. Nightmare movie, first Friday movie, Leslie Vernon, uh, Frozen, and... Evil Dead. You know what? No, Texas Chainsaw Massacre oh. 2. Oh, wait, no. no, shit, did I not say any of the no, Evil Deads? Evil no, Dead did. 2. That was one of them. Yeah. Evil but Dead 2 is one of them. I, I don't know. The first, the first Friday the 13th does not have Jason in it. It doesn't. Correct? So it doesn't. then, if I guess, what's the best, best or first, or I not, or what's the best Jason-inclusive Friday the 13th movie that you would suggest? I love Jason Goes to Hell. Um, <laughs> it, it, it ties in the Evil Dead mythos a little bit. Right, right. Um, but most people dislike that one. So Jason um, X is what you're saying. <laughs> no, I, th- I, th- I think I think I think most people go for uh, Friday the Thirteenth Four, the final chapter. Okay, let's move on to the more questions. Uh, the the rest that I had were all definitely on this list, so we can just go down the thing. I'm pretty sure this first one that you have on here, the Where the Hell's Nightwing during Batman Beyond. I'm pretty sure we did that last time. So we so screw that. Unless we didn't do it, and I'm really sorry if we didn't. I don't know. They they, they, they had said they had said. Did you not get my first question? And oh yeah. Okay. I don't remember. Like I don't. I don't know if there was That's something further up than this possible. or not. Uh, but they did want us to shout out the Moon Knight Core Facebook page. Who right. Were the people yeah, that created okay. the, uh, the, the Where's My Fucking discuss, Money yeah. Dracula? You nerd. Yeah. Like two episodes. Yeah. Nice. Um, yeah. I I. So, okay. I, I I feel like we went over this question, but like I don't know. I think his I money think is in the dark multiverse. Isn't that what we said? What? That's where the vampires come from. No, I don't know. Maybe not. The, the question was, why do you think Batman Beyond didn't explain where the hell Nightwing oh. was despite the bat embargo? I I'm pretty sure we Dracula we was it. trying to get money from Moon Knight. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, so so I mean that the answer to that question was Bruce Tim specifically said he just wasn't yeah. interested in it. Yeah. I hope that's the question that we missed even. that way we're not missing it on the last podcast. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> but we also gave time for resubmissions on questions, so yeah. I don't know. Um this the superior HDMI cable asks, Do you agree that Lego Batman is the best incarnation of Batman of all time? No, but he's up there. He he DCAU is up there. It also depends on which one. one. Yeah. The DCAU. There's two, yeah, there's two I, Lego I, Batmans also. True. Uh, I feel like I had, right. I feel like I had made a joke about this recently in a vanishing point, yeah. and I said uh, Return of the Joker was the best Batman movie. So sorry. <laughs> I love Will Arnett though. He's a great voice actor. Yeah, no, it's, I'm, a, it's, it's, I'm a man of my word. It's a good one. Uh, Dentoon's comic. Do we need an Arctic Dogs too? Yes. Um, Balto two got Balto two. Yeah, that was the Balto thing. got a two. I, I I don't I don't think we do. Um, I you think they wrapped up the continent the con- the canon. I I, <laughs> of I feel Dogs. I, honestly. What about I a walrus like, movie? I feel like Arctic Dogs is a really good Spin-offs. standalone film, and I wouldn't <laughs> want to see them just retread the characters do you and think not we'll have as strong of a message. Do you think Arctic Dogs too, even if we don't want one? Like, do you think no. it did well enough at all? No. This movie was like a $30 million movie or something, and it only made $3 million on um, opening weekend. What about Cool Runnings? So. 
<laughs> these are all connected. Y'all are just still trying to meme because you guys haven't seen the beauty that is Arctic Dogs. But yeah, I swear. That's it's, correct. I'm going to buy it like as soon as it hits <laughs> Put it on Voodoo. We'll watch it. Yeah. I'll watch it. Uh, I will. I will. Okay. Rob, how likely is it that Poison Ivy is still alive by the time Batman Beyond rolls around? Very. We are going to do the video on Poison Ivy. I know it's taken like over a year, but it's going to happen relatively soon. It's on the schedule. Is it's part friend. of the storyline. If, <clears throat> if Poison Ivy is more plant than person, trees can live to be thousands of years. Yeah, man. So. She keeps rolling. You know, you know yeah, what she think, said I at the end of her lo- first appearance? Huh. Come back. We always come back. Don't we, baby? As she's petting her That's little plant true. there in the pot. She comes back. Rubber lips are immune to your job. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Yeah, probably. Jake uh, Johnson yeah. asks another question. Do you yep. think that Shebang has any ties to the Ultimate? I actually, I really like that question because yeah. it reminds me of what I keep saying uh, there were so many like ways that Cadmus could have been static, yeah. <laughs> weaved into the Cadmus conspiracy. Yep. Hoop Squad, and it just it just didn't happen. Hoop Squad, just Edwin Alva in general yeah. should have mm. been on the board. Yeah, uh, like like he already had government connections, even if, if it was with just a small town. Like, there's so much interesting stuff that could have been done. They could have brought in like the Bang Baby Cure to like see if that would right. yeah. uh, take away any of the Justice Leagues. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I, the cool. yeah, she bangs uh, origin has to do with like her scientist parents and stuff, so that definitely could have had uh, connections if they wanted to. Um, I it would be a cool. There's stuff like that that we try to tie in with legacies, so we'll see if we have enough room and stuff like that. I don't even remember uh, she bangs origin. And you I'm have to watch supposed it again, to be the writer yeah. of. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> uh, Den Tunes again. Favorite Jack Kirby creation. Um. I don't. Galactus. What all did he create? I, got, I really like Etrigan. I got. Yeah, I love Etrigan too. But my favorite's the Kirby Dot. <laughs> yeah, the Crackle. The he, crackle. That's my favorite Kirby, crackle. Kirby creation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, what all did he create? Because I know Silver I know Surfer, Fantastic Four, um, Doctor Doom, Hulk, yeah, Galactus, all Thor, the Fourth Iron World, Mister Miracle. Um, yeah, all the Dark Oh, he, he he created Magneto. If, if yeah, he created Magneto, all the X Men. All the X Men. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Whoa, I need to get more Thor. Of the Kirby, well, he didn't create Thor, but he created Marvel Thor. Captain America. Yeah. Hey, if one of you guys wants to get me like a Kirby omnibus for like Christmas or something, I'll uh, I'll try to Which one? <laughs> because there's so many. <laughs> I don't know, man. Which Etrigan? Cuz I, I already know. have one I could regift it easily. Den <laughs> uh, says I have oh, so I got... many comics. <clears throat> I have so many comics that I need to read. Den says I got a better question. What was your favorite experience in doing what has been your favorite experience? I, I read that in past tense for a second in doing Watchtower Database. It was like, hey, man, the channel's not ending. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, what's been my favorite experience in what, doing Watchtower Database? Hold on, hold on. Let me sing a song like while you're, you're thinking. Okay. As we go on, we remember. You're supposed oh. to be giving oh, I speech. Yeah, this oh, is the graduation well, I'm thinking song. about yeah. it. Okay. Yeah. Well, Thanks you for see, the diploma. My favorite experience has been trying to talk over Maddie playing the ukulele. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. There's a lot of good stuff. Was, There's a lot mine, of stressful stuff. Started, but... and now I'm not high. Mine's <laughs> probably the Legacies pre-birth 
release was really really cool that was cool but yeah. also created was that the was that the um the 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 one rick did the uh yeah. the cover rick for? yeah that was, cover. that was really fun that was just a really fun release um yeah. james my favorite one to do with you on art was probably issue number four um the culmination of the destroyed art yeah because there was some really yeah. awesome scenes in there yeah you know you know what my favorite part was my favorite part was Emerald City Comic Con this year. Yeah, <laughs> that was where, cool. Yeah, where where we all breathe the same air out with all of my friends. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. And maybe next I, year I, we'll do it at San Diego or WonderCon. Fingers crossed. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I hope so. Send those good vibes. I, I had I had already Thoughts met both prayers. of you by that. I'd already met both of you by that time, but you two hadn't met each other in person. Correct. That yeah. was crazy. It was. It was nice. It was nice finally having everyone in one room and just getting to talk yeah. about ideas for the channel getting to talk about yeah. ideas for legacies yeah. um meeting ted kind of... is definitely up there touching ted's body you know i love touching my to body for a while yeah i know that's why i said i beat it with you on the virality <laughs> teaser i also really enjoyed when we went to elmo washington and uh we were we were laughing about something elmo this lady elmo this like lady Sesame on the, Elmo, Elma, uh, Elma. and Elma. this this it's lady the girl on the side Elmo. of the road was just yelling at us for, for uh, yeah. laughing at something, telling yeah. us it's not funny. It was that funny. was the highlight of the experience. I don't know. There's a lot of good videos that have been really Yellow fun Batsu. to do, but yeah, I think that I think besides the videos themselves, yeah, the the times that we've gotten to be together and hash out things and just be like friends has that's been pretty cool. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Byprod- Byproduct says, uh, if you guys could be in any lantern core, what would you choose? And to make it harder, no one can choose green. Oh, man. Uh, what are the different ones? What are the other ones? I'll be a star sapphire because then I get to wear cool booby outfits. <laughs> <laughs> Where you can see my belly button and my cleavage, but nothing else. <laughs> I think I'd look really good. I would be orange because. I would have all the power. Yeah. Hold on. Yeah. What are the what are the what are the different cores? Maddie, like, Maddie can be Roy G. Biv. For rage. It's a rainbow. Roy G. Biv, <laughs> Maddie. Yeah. No, I understand that, but what do they <clears throat> represent? And then there's black and white, and ultraviolet is one. Yeah. You know? yeah. I just want to know what they represent. That way, I can. Red, like... red is hate. Yellow is fear. Uh, orange is greed. Envy. Green is will. Envy. No, <laughs> green should be. Envy, <laughs> it's will. It's not. Well, orange is envy. Um, green yeah. is will, blue is hope, indigo is compassion, and star sapphires are love. And then yeah. black is death, white is life. I, I feel like I've fallen in either the blue or the indigo. Yeah. Personally. Well, indigos are evil people who've been like basically enslaved and are, uh, their minds are basically yeah, right. zombified. <laughs> so, yeah, that, yeah, you're an indigo for sure. He's been enslaved by the Watchtower, dude. That's right. <laughs> that he's an indigo. Of... Wait, are you, you're saying that compassionate people are evil? Uh, it's sure. compassion to make the evil people your zombie slaves. I, I don't know. Of course. Sounds, it's, uh, com- it's complicated. Sounds, it's a little complicated. That sounds rough. I'm just going to go with a blue because I hope Bernie Sanders wins this one. Amen. Maxi Sona, what's up? How are you all? I'm doing pretty okay. Doing great. Like I said a little bit ago, I was high at the start of this recording <laughs> and now I'm not. Like That means you're doing great. I'm, I'm all not. warm and fuzzy after we all just were like, we love each yeah. other. It's getting yeah, good. Was, yeah, we're getting a, sentimental nice toward the last 20 minutes or so of the podcast. Uh, 
serious. If you're still looking for questions at Arctic Dogs movie. I changed what about, my name on Discord. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> what about some series you guys would want to see on HBO Max? Uh, I don't um, know. Stuff. Um, <laughs> it's I like mean, new series or a series that already exists that could be on there to you maybe know what? grow. You know what? Okay, um, hold on. I, I've got one. I've got okay. one. Okay. Arctic Dogs, the animated series. Max, no, D- Max the animated series from Batman Beyond. No, so oh, yeah. DC HBO is Max. doing... <laughs> Go ahead, man. Max from where the love things are. See, he knew you were going to keep talking. <laughs> I know I got one more Max in there. I just don't know. From the Goofy movie. Yeah, anyway. there you go. <laughs> anyway, now you're talking. DC's doing all these weird off-the-wall um, kind of kind of shows. Like, they did Doom Patrol. They're doing that Bizarro TV. Maxwell Lord, strange... spinoff from Wonder boy, Woman 84. Boy, if you don't... I've just forgotten what I was <laughs> No, I know. I okay. thought you were high at the start of the podcast. <laughs> no, I remember. I remember. So, like, they're doing, they're doing all these off-the-wall uh, TV shows. You know, they've got the Bizarro TV. They've got Doom Patrol. They've got Strange Adventures coming up. Uh, DC Superhero High. Just stuff that's, like, out of, the, out of the usual for DC. So, I feel like it would be a lot of fun to do... Funky Flashman. The, I will fucking kill you, Ted. <laughs> I'm just having all the good ideas over here. Hey, we're all we're friends. We love each other. Keep it going. <laughs> <Was> that thing. <laughs> anyway, it would be a lot of fun t- for them to get to do like a henchman bar series. Ooh, that would be cool. <laughs> That'd be cool. Something like that. With kite man uh, and, like, and, and just have have an episode halfway through season one where Batman, Nightwing, and Harley Quinn burst in and it's just the exact scene out of that movie. So we have to like fold in the continuity. Well, what if it's from... like a henchman like <laughs> consultant firm where like people like Joker go in and like, hey, I need like five guys. Yeah. They're like, well, we got this guy who's like finishing up a job with the Penguin, but he'll be available in like an hour. <laughs> yeah, like... they have a schedule. Yeah, yeah. That, could be a lot, that could be a lot of fun too. Uh, but like the way the like I was just thinking about like what would be a fun way to get like a Farmer Brown series? <laughs> yeah, yes, there you go. And then, that made that made the most sense to me. You could even bring in like um in in the comics like El, not Elmer Fudd, Porky Pig is the, Elma is Washington. the like runs the dive bar <laughs> in Gotham City. That's right. That like the, the, the folks hang out at. Issue. Elmer so Fudd. Issue. You could you could kind of roll that in and make it just uh just his place instead of the DCAU henchman bar and just kind of have people show up, do their almost Gotham stories. Or, you know, just, just <laughs> chat with each other. It doesn't even have to, yeah. you know, involve Batman. I want to see what the deal is with those Catwoman henchmen that from the 60s show that were in there, <laughs> but they were never on the animated series. And uh, they didn't show up in, the, in the, the, the tie-in either. Yeah. Dentunes, again, do you believe I might take over as number one on the Discord leaderboard? Uh, hell no. It's, Get out. It's possible. Oh. <laughs> I, so, so <laughs> like, be back me. when... Back It'll when be we Ted, started yeah. the Discord, I feel like James and I both felt like we needed to be in there every day to monitor everything. Yeah. And um, <laughs> same. Like now, now that now that we've kind of had it going for a while, and we understand what our community is like, and we have you know other people on mod team like Jay and Mark and Adam, um, we don't feel the need to necessarily be in there <laughs> all the time, yeah. especially since that takes away from time we could be doing spending like writing scripts or, or anything, anything else, else. <laughs> anything uh, else yeah and it but, and it's like it's like we love being in there we love talking yeah. to you guys um yeah. but like it, it's now we're kind of trying to be better with managing our time 
Um, I need to get better about going <laughs> into Discord so, at all. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I am a bit of a foreign and, entity in there. And so, so Din has finally started. Uh, I think Din has. He's creeping up on over. you and Mark. I think are the top. Yeah, I, th- two I think Mark. I think it's Mark okay. is number one, and Din is number two, and I'm number three. Yeah. Oh. So, okay. Wow. Yeah. So well, yeah. Uh, so separate from well, related to this, the Discord server uh, you can find it at the link in the description of this or surrounding this somewhere. Uh, watch drop, our database Discord. It's really we drop behind it, the scenes stuff in there like all the time. So yeah, we talk about what we're about working what's on. What's going to happen before it hits the channel? Uh, yeah, that's the place to find it out. That or our and it's players. just a lot of fun to interact with other people that are fans of the channel because I've been, we're uh, all big old family. Yeah, I've been, I've been, uh, I, I've actually like started playing uh, Friday the Thirteenth online with uh, with, with Dan. <laughs> yeah, because of the Discord server, and yeah. it's been a lot of fun. Nice. Uh, G Smooth X, does the Batman Who Laughs remind us of Joker Junior? I think this is jo- the Tim Drake Joker. Yes. I guess. Yeah. Uh, does it um, remind us of Joker Junior? And by uh, he that he worded it us the collective so I assume, us. I think it reminds <laughs> assume, him. Um, I assume he means yeah. the collective G Smooth X. We have to answer <laughs> yeah. if it reminds me. We the G Smooth X. It's a little reminiscent. It's a little reminiscent. If it's sort of G similar Smooth origin. X, if it reminds you of Joker Jr., you would know better than I would. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's, yeah, I mean, it's kind of reminiscent. I could see it. The Batman Who Laughs became who he is because the Joker had, like, he killed the Joker and the Joker had, like, a toxin in him that released as he died. Right. It turned him into a Batman Joker hybrid. It's sort of similar, I guess, with the with it being a Robin Joker hybrid, I guess. But he's a lot more like out of his own control. Like he can't. He's very deep in the Joker hole. You know, like he's he's been tortured and and he's not in control of his body really. Like he bar- he can barely not shoot Batman. So I think there's a lot of similarities, but there's not enough to, for it to be like the same character by any means. Uh yeah, that, that's that. all we have to say, I guess. Okay. Then Joker uh, uh, or Batman who laughs has the little um his little Robin, Robin eyes. Yeah, Joker that's true. People. Okay, yeah, so. yeah, those are similar. Uh, this is so. This is our final question now, I guess, for the final everyone's trash for the final twelfth level intellects episode in this form. Uh, this is from G One Super Luigi. Are there On any Twitter. parts? Com. Yeah. Are there any parts of the DCAU that you didn't really see until way later? None of my channels carried Superman the Animated Series, so I only ever saw World's Finest as the Batman Superman movie until the DVDs. That's actually exactly my case. I didn't see any of Superman until Justice League was already airing. Oh, wow. Uh, Like they did a, for the premiere of Twilight, uh, they did a Toonami special where they played the legacy things back to back and then Twilight uh, debuted right after that. That was the first time I saw legacy i didn't see any of that stuff so um yeah I was, I saw, but i saw batman superman movie on I, vhs i saw it on kids wb and cartoon network as they were aired on tv but my my one episode i remember watching on dvds i've been like i don't remember ever watching that in my life it was time out of joint the clock king the yeah that's clock such king a episode. weird that i, I, be, remember I bet that, that one shot where they're on the yeah. motorcycles and yeah. we're trying to figure out <laughs> yeah. where the hell that yeah. episode like, was what from. is this yeah. that was one that i definitely didn't watch until the dvds came yeah. out so i was i was super late getting to justice league unlimited um because it was just like a situation of after my parents split my 
dad wasn't really around and it was my grandma was kind of raising us and she didn't uh she didn't want us watching too much tv while dad was at work and doing everything and you know because she didn't want to be responsible for any of that and that's around the time that justice league unlimited started airing and like i was getting older at that time anyway and i was just like okay whatever cartoons are for kids so I didn't. And uh, you'd also expressed before that you thought Justice Unlimited wasn't as good as Justice League because it was. Yeah, it it felt like to me, I was just like they're running out of ideas. They're just adding all these new people. Blah 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 blah. So I was just like, okay, fuck it. I get that kind of vibe from maybe the first three or four episodes, but then it starts to turn into a real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, And then of course Zeta Project. I didn't even know. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's a good example. When did you fall in love with Zeta Project, Maddie? When did I fall in love with it? Around like around like 2012, 2013. That was uh, that was when I had moved back in with my mom, and uh, started was, doing your timeline stuff. Yeah, was going through the the whole DCAU and everything, and it's like it's not so much the entirety of the show as it is like the the story that we get in the the in the episodes that actually carry story, uh, you know. Uh, I just, I really want a conclusion to that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's one of the shows that gives us the most like blatant timeline clues. Of That's just, true. Like it's this year and it happened this long ago. Well, Matt, <laughs> yeah. I would love to see a black label book by you. Yeah. <laughs> on Zeta you cowards. I will, I will, I will, I will write a black label Zeta book. I will write a capstone children's Zeta book. I will. Yeah. I'll write Zeta with the fox. I will write Zeta with my socks, but not in bed. <laughs> All of them. Bringing it uh, back around. I, I, th- that nice. was me. That was me rewinding through the everyone's trash so that we could get back up to our last topic. Oh, yes, sir. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this, but um, I might as well talk about what we'd like to do, uh, and because yeah. that is the kind of hopeful uh, continuation of this show. <laughs> and uh, if, in just kind of apologies in advance, I guess if for some reason something happens where this doesn't happen. But what we would like to do is do more of a like purposeful show uh, with twelfth level intellect. So it's more um, there that like a physical set uh, where we do like actual video live stream as it's happening uh, with multiple cameras and act- an actual physical setup where Maddie and I are there and Ted is on a little Arnim Zola screen <laughs> uh, just in the middle of us or something. Uh, kind of akin to anyone that's familiar with the H3H3 podcast or like Joe Rogan kind of said it, like things like that where we're there in person t- with each other talking about a specific topic and we kind of have segments of the show that are dedicated to specific things we kind of started out the podcast doing sort of that um and it got a lot more i wouldn't say lazy but kind of more um loose just like yeah fluid uh, with how we are um, setting everything up like we do we still do everyone's trash we do comic relief that kind of a thing but it's not as structured as um as it could be, uh, but it's still fun no matter what. Each other. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I don't think that's going to change. <laughs> it'll stay whatever I, I it think, is. I think it'll be easier to control when at least two of us are in the same room. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, and and along with that would come stuff like uh, 
you know, reviewing uh, maybe episodes of the DCAU, uh, reviewing movies that are coming out uh, in a more uh, organized way than we do, uh, and just kind of uh, grabbing a better audience. And we're talking about having it be... Not that um, this audience isn't good. We're right. just a bigger. A bigger, audience. that is the better An word for it. In studio yes. audience? Ooh, that that could be kind of like a good mythical morning situation. Just <laughs> maybe just, eventually. Just Sissy and Jessica are sitting off to the Yeah. <laughs> just going <laughs> Yeah, they're not laughing at all cuz they they're not we're not funny to them. But anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, uh but yeah, we're talking about it being kind of a um halfway patreon exclusive show uh in that the live broadcast of the show would be for the patrons um it would probably be at a a very low uh level so that it wouldn't be like a oh my god like i have to pay you know blah 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 to see the the people that are that do listen to us right now currently are I would say like the top Watchtower database fans because if you're interested enough to listen to us just bullshit three hours for of us just almost three on. hours at this point, <laughs> what? Oh, I was saying the same thing you just yeah, said. Yeah, three hours. Yeah, and talking over each other. Uh, then, <laughs> then you you're probably yeah you're you're a database to the max. So it it's anyway that it would be that most likely, and then we but would we're... be clipping out. Yeah, we're also we're also not taking away the podcast from anyone, um, at least in its entirety. Uh, yeah. We do, so so YouTube punishes long form content on right. the platform that doesn't get as much engagement as other content that you're putting out, and we've been noticing that like our videos have been starting to sink as the twelfth level intellects sinks. Uh, you know. Yeah. So if 12th level intellects is not good for a couple weeks, then, you know, our other stuff kind of gets dragged down with it. So we will be taking what we think are the most interesting clips and throwing them onto the YouTube channel sectioned out rather than um, rather than being a whole, you know, hour long situation. You'll end up with extra videos of. You know, like, we'll have out a news video one week, and then an everyone's trash video the next week, and then a comic relief video the week after that. And I think this will, I think, I'm hoping that uh, this will actually expand the podcast audience. uh, Because, you know, looking and seeing three-hour runtime on something can be daunting. (laughs) But if you see, like... Speaking of... If you see... If you see like five or six different videos that are just ten minute segments, it's just like, oh yeah, okay, I know these guys, I like these guys. Let me uh, let me give that a watch. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and it, it gives you time in between to kind of kind of. And and we we experimented with that it. a little bit with the podcast in its current form, where you know I would clip out chunks, but I've only done that two or three times, um, and that's mostly because. When I do it that way, I feel like it needs to actually have visuals for it. And so by us having live visuals with the podcast as just part of the podcast, I don't need to really edit anything. I just kind of slap on an end screen and put it on YouTube and you get to enjoy what we did as it happened. So uh, if you're here at this point, we know you're already going to enjoy yeah, it. But we're explaining yeah. to you that we we just got to... We, we got to feed the beast and build the audience. A bit yeah. More. And it'll be a platform where 
you know, if four people watch it, it's not going to kill us. It's not going to make the channel I'll, dive. But it's I'll tell not, you I, what. Because <laughs> we, don't, we don't know 100% um, if this is going to be... Like, if the full thing will just be Patreon exclusive, right. or if maybe we'll still have the audio podcast available in other formats. Right. But I feel like um, maybe if you're still listening this far into the podcast <laughs> uh, and you don't have the means to become a Patreon supporter, uh, whenever this, or, or you know, even now, um, instead of whenever this starts uh, the revamp. Uh, shoot an email over to info at watchtowerdatabase.com and just say, hey, you know, I would still like to be able to listen to the podcast uh, if you guys do end up putting it behind a Patreon only. And we'll try to we'll try to keep you straight out, uh, you know, sure. and, and give you access to it. And, and yeah, some, I, some I, we definitely I, I, aren't I, trying to take away anything from anybody. It's just more of a platform that will keep us on the good side of the algorithm, I guess, uh, and allow us to actually expand the show and do more with it than we can on this platform. So exactly. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, I don't know. Maybe we should take it to Twitch. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk we don't, about we it, don't yeah. know anything about Twitch is the, is the situation there. Mm, so. yeah. It's been a good run. Well, it's, yeah. Uh, it's 1am for Ted. So we should probably, exactly <laughs> but i've really enjoyed being on this show for for two years and doing 12th level intellects with you james and i'm Matt. glad maddie got to be an official 12th yeah. level like for three episodes we had a casual induction uh, well, guess for know, a while it's it's not a, it's not over till it's over and it's yeah, it's not over this this it's isn't not. this isn't so long this is see you again soon exactly it's not but the with, end it's a new with, beginning the adventure with that continues said, with yeah, that man, I was I gonna say out? that. I said it first. <laughs> yeah, play us out, Maddie. Oh wait, yeah, play us a jingle while I read the ending segments, and then you can sing us the Patreon names. <laughs> oh, the twelfth podcast. Hey, shut up, Ted. <laughs> no one wants to hear you oh, anymore. They oh, only want to hear I'm, me. I'm, I'm they want to see I me on a little TV screen. Just give us some bad chords. Here we go. The 12th Level Intellects podcast is hosted by the Watchtower Database. Visit watchtowerdatabase.com for more podcast episodes, videos, comics, artwork, and pretty much anything DCAU, DCAU <laughs> you can think of. Uh, thank you for listening, everybody. This The podcast is not out every other Monday because it's tech, it's kind of over-ish. Uh, this is on iTunes and YouTube and watchtowerdatabase.com. So share it with your friends. Social media is at DCAU Watchtower, or you can info at email. Wow. Info at email at watchtowerdatabase.com. You can figure that out. Uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel so you don't miss out on all the upcoming videos. We've got lots of cool stuff coming up that I'm really excited for everybody to see. Discord server below. Patreon.com slash DCAU Watchtower. Loot Crate affiliate code. Merch at teespring.com slash stores slash DCAU Watchtower. Thank you, everyone, for joining us for 52 frickin' episodes. And we'll see you on the other side. And Maddie's gonna sing Names of Humans now. <laughs> Let me tell you about this guy that I know. His name's Dark Poet 1792. His name's above Richard Mon one two. 
Robert Sterling and Trey Glenn are there too. Oh, but Eric Kenneth Olsen. That's Auric. He'll be rolling on. <laughs> Baby and Tyler J. Harrow. To the grave. <laughs> this is terrible. Are you drinking Mike's Heart Lemonade? Jackie yeah. Feist, Black Ops, Bear, and Tom Carroll met up with Trent M. Casmerick and C.J. Tatman at the West Isle Defense Force. Sabrina Randy Gomez. Pac Ho Chan. Oh my god, you're only like a third through the list. Go faster, man. Believe a god, Effie Liz, Ben Lewis, Ian A. Watson, Evett, Dylan Stout, Maxi Sona, Ricky, Aussie Dragoon, The SideQuest Gamer, Derek Boswell, Zach Coffey, Micah Dugan, Jeremy Johnson, Eric Paulson, Sam Rodriguez, Michael Colson, Angela Werner, Sourcewall Media, Lowell Locust Jr., Nadim Nakim, Mitchell Rainey, Justin Cristelli, Stefan Berger, DM, Bloody, T. Hamill, Manny Fleurman, Jimmy Shuckles, Ryan McDowell, Rev Dark Docs. Bloody <laughs> T hamburger. Hector D. Miranda. And Casey Crane. <laughs> Casey Crane. Especially rolling down rolling the train. To the great beyond. Bring it in, guys. Have a lovely rest of your life, trucking. everybody. We'll see you, we'll see you on episode one the of the new 52. Beyond. 50 years from now, whenever now is. <laughs> Hell yeah. But more likely, like, her first quarter of 2020. <laughs> we did it! It's a near apocalypse 2019. Hold on. I'm holding the banjo like Wonder Woman's holding her sword. You can't see the banjo and you can't see her sword, but here's her Correct. sword. Nice. Oh my god, that's now so you perfect. you can't see the banjo. Goodbye, everybody. We love you. Kiss your dads for me. Kiss your father. <laughs> Hi, fathers. But- before I do it for you, <laughs> kiss right. your daddies and your mamas too. I'm hitting stop now. <laughs>